What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up, Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content. And the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious new, one, new, 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 new a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. The whole effing show, Gregorio Greybeard, the CEO, Nigoro of Fixes Binds, LLC, the unbinder, the undebatable. The Morpheus of the Mating Matrix, the one and only undisputed best edutainment here on YouTube, Third Leg Greg, and CGA, C God Allah, the 10 time demonetized champion of YouTube, the most dangerous podcaster on YouTube. That's where we're here, and we got a great show for you lined up today. We're going to piss off. We're going to piss off a lot of men on this show today because I got an interesting subject matter. We're going to talk about hypergamy. Wait a minute. Oh, not hypergamy. Oh, we're going to talk about hypergamy today and why hypergamy is a good thing. And we're going to talk about that and how women misuse it, misuse it and how men can take advantage of it. We're going to talk about that because I thought about that. Uh, I think it was the evening service. And we were talking about testosterone and hypergamy, y'all. How those things are hardwired in both of the genders. We do get a lot of men that talk about hypergamy. And most of the talk about it was more than in a negative sense, in a negative light. How women use hypergamy against men. But today, we're going to take a different point of view. And this is what challenges the audience and challenges me as a content creator I don't know if a lot of people have taken on this task of challenging hypergamy from the other end. But I'll challenge you ladies from the other end. Mm. All right, I'll challenge you gentlemen from the other end on why hypergamy, just like testosterone, testosterone can be used against us. Women can use testosterone against us to benefit. We can also say that hypergamy can be a benefit, but it's only going to be a benefit to those Select few who wish to challenge it. Now, I honor the free agent lifestyle over here. I am the author of the free agent lifestyle and the evolution. The links are in the description box below. But we're going to challenge a lot of men who might take the approach of a hey, we don't want to do. We want to deal with hypergamy at all. All right. We're going to ignore the hard wiring of women, just like we're going to ignore the hard wiring of men. And I think overwhelmingly, a lot of women choose to ignore the hard wiring of men. Because we are in a hyper-testosterone society. Testosterone typically works against women. And so what they like to do or seek to do is to control your testosterone. This is what monogamy does. Monogamy basically says we're going to take advantage of your testosterone and I control it. And thus, if you do anything that your testosterone leads you to do that doesn't benefit her, she basically wins. She wins. Okay, we have a society that has lower testosterone, the lowest testosterone in the history of time. Why? 
mainly because of hyper hypergamy, right? We're, we're in hypergamy on steroids. Thus, a lot of men have checked out. A lot of men have other things to do. A lot of men have found pleasure in other things. And thus, they said, we cannot compete in a hyper steroid hypergamy society. So we're going to be less than. And then we can, of course, include Big Pharma and their ability to make sure you weak ass, tippy toe ass, walking on eggshell ass, depressed ass, quitting ass men. We're going to make sure that you ninjas just sit over there and uh, use your uh, lack of testosterone to maybe, I don't know, butterfly in the sky ass ninjas. You know, you know who I'm talking about anyway. (laughs) All right. So there's a lot of butterfly in the sky ass ninjas, you know, emo ass, depressed ninjas, super medicated, zooted ass generation zoomer ass ninjas you know i don't really be gang affiliated with them ninjas because there's only one gang around here the coach gang in the building all right so i subscribe to my own philosophy so if you have a philosophy i don't have to subscribe to yours ninja we we got a philosophy over here all right and our philosophy is ninja we the top we the peak we the x we the apex we the numero uno we're the primo over here all right. And so you're like, hey, coach, uh, the Manosphere talking point says I don't give a shit about what the Manosphere talking point says. The free agent lifestyle Try over here it. is what we're guided by. I don't give a fuck about what the Manosphere has to say. I don't give a fuck about what talking points the Manosphere have. What the Manosphere talking point says we're supposed to hate hypergamy. Man, I don't give a damn. This is the free agent lifestyle over here. Did you not forget? Well, I'm the king of kings, but it's still free agent lifestyle. Numero uno, apex primo, the numero uno, Coachellini in the building. This is it. All right, I don't roll with the manosphere, meaning that they don't guide me, ninja. I'm the leader, all right, anyway. And I'm the leader of the free agent lifestyle. That's what it is. And you can ask Giz, and I stole your girls while you was in prison. All right, ninja be like, well, the manosphere said, ninja. Them ninjas don't guide me, <laughs> all right? Them ninjas don't guide me. I don't get talking points faxed to me in the morning. Manosphere talking points. Stay on. <laughs> yeah. This free agent lifestyle for life around here. There's the only one. There's only one. King of Kings is in the building. But look, the show is already going off the rails. <laughs> all right, anyway. All right, the show is already going off the rails. Anyway. What we doing today? We got a great show for you lined up. We're going to talk about why women have no game. (laughs) All right. We're going to show you clips. Some women have absolutely zero game. And there's a reason for that. All right. uh, What do we got here? Yeah. But this guy said he wrote a book and he's famous. And he said this. I don't give up about what he said. (laughs) All right. I don't give up. All right. Anyway. All right. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we in the building. Hey, look, we're also going to talk about uh, 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 a Ling Ling brothel getting busted up. We have advice men could use. And we also have debuting today officially Ling Ling Thursday. All right, this is Ling Ling Thursday in the house. Oh, yeah, let's take a trip, man. We doing it today. Ling Ling Thursdays. This is the official day introducing, you know, we got Gordita Tuesday. We got Flatback Friday. But today, Thursday, 
is Ling Ling Thursday. Yes, indeed. And some of these ninjas look like ninjas, all right? But it is what it is. We can only just let you know, man. We just got to dedicate a day to the Ling Lings. And that's how we do it around here. Ninja, take a trip. Get you a passport, as I said, in 2018. Fly to friendly skies and go get you a Ling Ling. Vietnam, the Philippines, Korea, Ninja, Japan. All right, I don't care where you go, Ninja. Garden Grove, Westminster. I don't know what to tell you, but Ninja, Ninjas is starving over here. Shout out to the Ling Lings in the building. Yes, indeed. That's what we doing. And that's what the prime real estate is on Tuesday, Ninja, the prime real estate. Hell yeah. We celebrate, Ninja, takeout. <laughs> Aleem Rashid said, takeout Thursdays. Oh, my goodness. Yes, indeed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, yeah. Takeout Thursday. We got Ling Ling takeouts today. Anyway, all right. Anyway, let's get back to the show. <laughs> Y'all ninjas have a little bit of fun. All right, Takeout Thursday. That's what we going to talk call it, Aleem Rashid. Takeout Thursday. Oh. <laughs> Takeout Thursday. Ay ay ay. But yes. <laughs> what we do it here. We got it together here. Takeout Thursday. Link that sounds better than Ling Ling Thursday. Takeout Thursday. Shout out to everyone all the Ling Lings in Orange County. All right, lots of them. <laughs> Takeout Thursday. Mm. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Bimbo. Coach Greg Adams TV, <laughs> PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the notorious new, 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 new world order. CGA channel. I got to remember that. Take out Thursday. That is perfect. We'll give Aleem Rashid. He says, I didn't come up with that. I thought you said it. You said takeout. All right, so we're doing takeout Thursdays. All right, anyway, Garden Grove in the house. All right, anyway, look, let's get in here to the earlier contributors to today's show. All right, what are we doing here? Shout out to, oh, Albert Wesker says, it's only the broke guys that hate hypergamy. And he's quoting AMS, the legendary alpha male strategies. And sometimes I'll say something and people will be like, oh, you're dissing AMS. I would never diss AMS. Me and AMS are cool. All right, behind the scenes, he did me a, he did me a solid at some point, And he, he asked me that I, did I want to collab with him on my channel. He didn't have to do that. He was like, hey, man, I want to collab with you. We'll do it on your channel. All right, and he brought a lot of his audience over there that, that, um, that we did get a few subscribers over here, and they stayed the test of time over here when they – supported me so I'm always a supporter of AMS and we're very very cool behind the scenes and we've communicated on some important issues so shout out to him appreciate him I think I returned the favor I think I went on his channel too maybe I didn't I don't remember but shout out to him and he says it's only the broke guys that hate hypergamy we'll talk about it we don't want to just say it's the broke guys but maybe broken guys we're going to talk about taking advantage because women misuse hypergamy and uh, there's one thing that I'm going to tell you to sell you on the fact that hypergamy is good because we acknowledge it all the time. And then we don't realize that, that that's a form of a, a misuse of hypergamy because women misuse it all the time. Women misuse it all the time and we make fun of them. And there's one thing that I'm going to sell you because ninjas be like hypergamy is never good. You know, them ninjas be angry. 
them ninjas be angry, but we're going to tell you it's a good thing. All right. Uh, what do we got here? Shout out to Martin says, I've been told that I'm a male chauvinist pig. And so I'm embracing it. All I have to say about it is oink, oink, coach, oink, oink with confidence. And I agree with you on that one, man. I agree. Hey, man, whatever they label you is probably good. <laughs> it's probably good. Many of these labels basically suggest that you're not going to play their little game. All right, you're not going to play our little game of fantasy. We're going to talk about that because we're going to follow up a story about the Icelandic women. Remember the women in Iceland? They said, we're going to protest. We're going to ruin the economy. We're not going to go to work. We have a pro. We have a update on this one because they want you to play their little game of fantasy. Okay. And then when you don't play, they be like, oh, we're going to label you. Label me all you want. I don't give a damn. Oink, oink. Male chauvinist. You're toxic. All right. Anyway. Toxic. What are we doing here? Somebody forgot a word in their super chat. I'll try to figure it out, sir. I got I got to figure it out, but you're going to make me look like a goofy again. You ninjas with you super chatting ass ninjas. You be abbreviating words. You turn Y-O-U into you. Ninjas don't be punctuating shit. And then you guys make fun of me. You guys make fun of me when I try to read on the screen. All right, but I'll figure it out, DJ. All right, I'll figure it out. Thank you for letting me know you forgot a word. What word did you forget? All right, let me know what it is now. <laughs> all right, it's crazy. You're going to have me looking stupid on the internet. Well, I do that all the time, but Jesus. All right, shout out to Freeman. This is in the building back in here. Thank you, man. He says, 304. Shout out to J-Flow. He says, wifey can leave me and take half of my ish, but losing my barbecue and cooking on her own strikes. Fear in her soul, man. Coach gang, so she can't live on her own. A lot of women, can't, this is again the misuse of hypergamy. A lot of women can't live on their own. We're going to show you videos of this. All right, so she can't even cook. And she, you know, she's going to be still looking at you like, hey, can I get some of that barbecue? It's barbecue in there. All right, shout out to Tara McAdams. I used to be a brokey and despised the hypergamy. Now it's mandatory to give these hoes a little cheeseburger or something. You know what I mean? Coach Gang Yang in the building. Yeah, I goes without. I'm like, Ninja, I'm going to give you something. There's a benefit. Ninja's trying to do this and give them nothing. Oh, man, you're messing up. What did you say, DJ? Oh, two? Okay, I'll try to figure it out. Joshua Moon, don't forget that XXs of the Communita Sunday show. Yes. Sisters, if you're here, because I know you're here, you cannot help it. I don't make my show about you, but yes, you do have a day because you're like, coach, you got these days on Tuesday. You got Flatback Friday. You got Takeout Thursday. Where's our show? I want you to tune in on Sundays. Sundays are your show. It's okay. Yeah. Sister Sunday. We call it Sister Soul Sunday. Sister Soul, you must be my sister soul. You must be my sister soul Sunday. Tune in. Just be waiting by the internet and see if I pop up. All right, here we go. <laughs> DJ, I'm going to try to read it. Men hate hypergamy because after she decides to leave, they be wanting her to come back instead of moving on 
to him. Wait, to better him. Wait a minute. Moving. See, this is the one. This is the one. He missed the word. Bear with me. They want her to come back instead of moving on himself to a better girl. Move on, Ninja. I think I got it. I think I got it. Move on to himself. Is that what it was? All right. Men hate hypergamy because after she decides to leave, they be wanting her to come back instead of moving on himself to a better girl. Move on, Ninja. Hey, we got it. We got it in the end of the day. Yeah, shout out to you. Shout out to you because guys that take their exes back, guys they take their exes back, which is a violation, all right, you guys hate hypergamy. You do. All right, you be wanting her to come back. You be like, come back, come back. <laughs> all right. I've been thinking about you, lady. All right. Things ain't been the same since you've been gone. I've been thinking about you, lady. So won't you come back, come back. Ninja, never take an ex back. Ninja, get yourself better. Ninja, get in the gym, you goofball. Why would you take an ex back? I mean, why would you take an ex back? This is outrageous out here, you goofy-ass ninjas out here, man. I can't stand y'all Gucci goofy ninjas sometimes. All right, what are we doing here? I got uh, not much else going on here, but we're going to get back into the show in a minute, man. All right, you supposed to to move on to bigger and better things, Ninja. You a man. You a man. Did you forget? Shout out to Kevin Sullivan says, I got called a manipulator. I knew I was on the right track. Yes. (laughs) Hey, guys, whatever these labels are means that they can't get through to you. Oh, you're emotionally unavailable. Can't get through. Shit ain't gonna work. And then, dude, they don't last long. Have you noticed this, gentlemen? When you don't let them do what they want to do, they be skedaddling, man. They be out of here. They be like... (laughs) No doom and gloom again today. I know, man. I mean, some of... I do kind of have... I had a doom and gloom segment, but I changed it to advice men could use. All right, Moose Hefner, dating is delusional, prostitution. The dark side is honest, prostitution. He says, we're not here to promote illegal acts or activities, I'm just saying. All right, but it's all the same. It's all the same. And people who deny it, Ninja, what is hypergamy? What is hypergamy? This is the woman trying to elevate and get a better option. Literally, this is a form of Selling yourself pay for play. No government name. Appreciate what you do, coach. Truly an unsung hero. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you, man, for those kind words. We got a couple more and we'll get the straggle and sniggle theater. All right. Kalen's in the building to provide his wisdom for the day. He says hypergamy is good for men thanks to the 90-10 rule. Women only want to select groups of men only to realize that they all share these men. Men want multiple women anyway, so hypergamy is the best thing that can happen. This is kind of a point I'm going to make a little bit later, but it, but you know, there is a segment of men that say this is unfair, but I understand. I understand. But the guys that actually say, well, I'm going to take advantage of this. They actually put themselves in a slightly better position. We have a brother here that says, Colleen, just checking in coach. You keep us focused and are in this as all of us from the coach gang. Appreciate you, brother. Shout out to you. And I think I got one more. I think I got one more. I think YouTube was tripping on a, on their live streams last time for like a lot of people. So 
I wasn't the only one. Hypergammy in the building. Last one, rusted junk. I've been making changes since I've been listening to you since December 2020. I'm now in this new position and I'm paying my mortgage early now. Quiet suburban life with no wife. All right. Free agent lifestyle for less. God bless you, CGA. And shout out to you. God bless you. And thank you for the support that you've been lending to the members of the coach game to keep this going. He's money mindset affiliated. And if you don't know what the money mindset it is, it is patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. We are on Sunday evening money mindset group. And uh, you also get the past videos. You get a password to the past videos. You can get those videos and you can see it. Those who are on the money mindset on Sunday nights, which this weekend is not going to be at night. I'm going to be away out Sunday night. But but Sunday night is our usually meet, our usual meeting time. Get there on Sunday night. The value is ridiculous at this point. All right, ninjas, this, the value is incredible. <laughs> All right, the value is incredible. If you just sit back and watch enough of the videos right now, I mean, y'all ninjas getting it on the cheap right now, really. But I appreciate those that are extending themselves to give whatever they can give to get this knowledge, man. The knowledge that's being dropped over on the money mindset is out of control. You can get that at patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams. You got to go 50 above level. And it is unbelievable. If anybody over there can testify as to the value that they're receiving from the money mindset, you could do so in the live chat right now. But, man, I'm going to tell you, man. I mean, even I'm learning. I, I'm learning over there. I'm learning a lot over there. So we do have a lot of contributors over there, and God bless them. We're going to create a network at some particular point in 2024. I'm looking to create a network of individuals, all right, from various forms and philosophies. They all don't have to sync or link. We have brothers that have extensive knowledge on a variety of areas. Some have multiple disciplines. We're going to create a network of men, all right, that are going to be able to disseminate information and knowledge that they can all, and if you are smart and intelligent, you have to belong to the network first. Do not come in here and try to take advantage of the network. This is not what men do. You have to first invest into the network. I know a lot of men don't want to do that. You just want to come in and use the network and make your money and get out of here, Ninja. We ain't hoes. We ain't hoes, Ninja. You got to pay up first, trick. Okay, <laughs> Ninja trying to come in here. They're just trying to come in here and be like, hey, I'm going to come in here and treat y'all like hoes, skeet on you, and leave with the lottery. Hell no, nah, you bitch-ass ninjas. Bitch-ass ninjas. We're going to build a crazy-ass network of individuals that have knowledge and a knowledge base, and we might even parlay that into a great channel uh, that we can extend this knowledge olive branch out so you can get the some of y'all free information ninjas. We already know. A lot of men don't want to invest a dollar in they self. They want to invest a dollar in a cheap ass cologne. But we realize that we're going to extend this information out going into the future. It's going to be crazy out here. And we also know not a lot of men going to want to find that information valuable because we ain't talking about hoes. But it's greater than this, Ninja. It's greater than this. But without further ado, straggle and sniggle theater. Let's go. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Straggle and Snickle Theater. We got it going on, man. Let's get into it right here. Let me put my banner up. Speaking of banner, I'm the Bruce Wayne in this bitch. All right. Um, here we go right here. Straggle and Snickle Theater. What are we gonna do here? We're gonna listen to sisters. All right, we're gonna start off with black women today. They ain't even here on the show. They late. They ain't never on time. 
We got black women at some college or university here, and they're going to talk about interracial relationships, which is interesting to me. I'm pro interracial relationships. I really don't give a monk. I really don't give a fox about interracial relationships. I'm not trying to preserve the race. All right. A lot of people do care about it. So you'd be interested to hear what these sisters have to say about interracial relationships. All right. Here we go right here. All right, uh, here we go right here. Let's play the clip. He feels about interracial White women, if they date a black man, dead wrong. But if a black woman find her a rich white man, right on, sister. Black power. <laughs> I love interracial couples. That's why I'm here. Hey, what do you think about interracial relationships? I personally think they're great. Like, I'm personally in one. Like, I recommend. Like, <laughs> Hey, what do you think about interracial relationships? I think that black men should be with black women. I don't see why you wouldn't want to be. Hey, what do you think about interracial relationships it's okay for like a black girl to mess with a white guy but not the same thing for a black guy to mess with a white girl when black girls do it because they genuinely like them and i feel like when black boys do it it's just because they comparing them to black people when black girls mess with white guys it's because like oh they like a nice guy this and this but whenever it's a white girl oh i like snow bunny like it's a fetish they be like i like white girls because black girls can't do this when black girls like white boys it's genuine that part hey what do you think about interracial relationships i don't have a problem with them i think it becomes an issue when you're like i need mixed babies and it's just weird hey how do you feel about inter White women, if they date a black man, dead wrong. But if a black woman find her a rich white man, right on, sister. Wow. You know, listen, a couple of them made sense. A couple of them made sense. A couple of them got a chip on their shoulder. You know what I mean? A couple of them got the black woman chip on their shoulder. And this one here in the pink does. I like her body. But, um, you know, uh, she definitely got a chip on her shoulder. And the other one is a mulatto. She said, hey, if it wasn't, interracial, if it wasn't for interracial relationships, I wouldn't be here. You guys to respect that. Black power. <laughs> I love interracial couples. That's why I'm here. Hey, what do you think about interracial? All right. And so we got a mealy mouth muskrat. All right. Right here. A white woman. A real Kaylee. Not the mud shark. Y'all didn't just be banging in Birmingham. All right. But this one says she got a inter, she's in an interracial relationship. I don't know if she's with a black man, but she says she's in an interracial relationships. I personally think they're great. Like I'm personally in one. Like I recommend like. <laughs> hey, what do you think about interracial relationships? I think that black men should be with black women. I don't see why. All right, I think what black men should be with black women says the Puerto Rican. I mean, this woman a Puerto Rican or a Dominican. I can't even tell. I mean, listen, we, that's nationality. I know ninja's gonna jump out of my throat. Ninja, they can still be black. Black is really American. All right, but that's that's neither here nor there. All right, but uh, nationality wise, she a Puerto Rican and she nice too. But uh, I I think black men should be with black women for what reason? I mean, if you choose to, it's okay. But uh, that's kind of racist. Why <laughs> you wouldn't want to be? Hey, what do you think about inter? relationships it's okay for like a black girl to mess with a white guy but not the same thing for a black guy to mess with a white girl when black girls do it because they genuinely like them and i feel like when black boys do it it's just because they comparing them to black all right and so they always got a chip on their shoulder when black men do it it's that because they try to compare us to black nah what the hell this is just too much that's actually wrong now there are some men that do that and i don't encourage it like if you date other races of women and same thing with the women. If you date other races of men, there's no need to put down the other race of women. Like, I don't like my own. All right. I don't think that's I think that's low grade to do that. So that's where she's speaking from on this one. And this one got something to say. When black girls mess with white guys, it's because like, oh, they like a nice guy, this and this. But whenever it's a white girl, oh, I like snow bunny. Like, exactly. it's a fetish. Oh, my Lord. It's a fetish. Um, See, this is all false. These girls got chips on their shoulders and most of them are straggles at best. All right, let's see here. They be like, I like white girls because black girls can't do this. When black girls like white boys, it's genuine. She got a cute smile, though, this one right here in the all black. That part. Hey, what do you think about interracial 
relationships. I don't have a problem with them. I think it becomes an issue when you're like, I need mixed babies and shit. I don't know about that. I don't. Why is that weird? Eugenics has always been here and it's just been doing that for a long time. In fact, in the black community, there was a long time the brown paper bag test where people were very conscious about skin color and complexion. And by the way, this is not something that belongs to the black community. People in India have this. People in China have this. Mexicans have this. Everybody has an ideal uh, uh, type in terms of what is the standard uh, acceptable look. And do people do mate on this one? So I don't know why that would be weird, but we've been doing this for millions of years, if not hundreds of thousands of years. Continuing. It's weird. Hey, how do you feel about interracial? All right. Anyway, enough of those drags and some honest girls. All right. So uh, they were very, very racist. A lot of them were racist. All right. Let's get to this one right here. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. You will find this video interesting. The Miracles of Modern Science. Let's go ahead and pop it up on the screen here. And this is one of the reasons we're going to talk about hypergamy and why sometimes we fight hypergamy. But for the most part, we're seeing that women are very conscious about hypergamy, how they can use it to their disadvantage. Uh, no music is being played here. But as you can see, this woman looks like an older woman. I would say post 38 years old and the miracles of modern science. She's going to go get her fix and uh, let's see how it ends up. All right, let's see how it ends up. Take a look at the difference that the doctors are able to do. Wow. Look at that. My goodness, Jesus. Oh, the humanity. I mean, that is a stark difference. But of course, she had to have enough money, money to be able to upkeep this. I got money. Uh, those aren't permanent in injections. Uh, once that injection time goes past, she's going to have to get that recessed chin fixed and them jowls and that neck. And there's a whole bunch of things going on here. But let me tell you, man, the wall is undefeated. The wall is undefeated. But the here, here's the deal. I'm going to give you a little bit of a secret about hypergamy. And a lot of guys mad at hypergamy. The reality is, guys, because the wall exists, hypergamy must exist. It must exist. If you believe hypergamy is bad, but you also believe in the wall, you can't believe in both simultaneously. The wall makes hypergamy necessary. <laughs> it makes it necessary. And then when the time runs out and they hit the wall, that's them not being able to use their hypergamy anymore. They ran out. Now, with the miracles of modern science, this is actually extending hypergamy. It's extending hypergamy. But we'll talk about it here in a minute. Uh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> But what do the beef curtains look like? All right, see, that's the difference, man. She came in looking like a future granny and came out looking like the junior college. Oh, my goodness. That is not a filter, man. That is not a filter. Jesus, man. My goodness. Where's what the vagina rejuvenation, rejuvenation look like? What the vagina rejuvenation look like? All right, let's take it to church. Let's take you to church, ladies and gentlemen. This sister got some pent-up energy, and uh, all women have pent-up energy for not using their vagina rejuvenation. Let's take you to church. I haven't had no sex. Wait a minute. She gone. I haven't had no sex. 
Oh, no. All right, this is, you might, uh, Deacon Clapcheeks in the back might disagree with this. Pass the poke chop and Deacon Clapcheeks thinking right now. Trying. All right, Deacon, De Deacon Clapcheeks in the back like, <laughs> and she said, bam, stop. Stop, I haven't had no sex. Yeah, that brother's starving. Stop. <laughs> stop. Why are you announcing this in church? <laughs> She did drop that neck, though. It's barbecue in there. I'm pretty sure she dropped neck. She feeling it right now. She like, wow. Yeah, that brother's starving. Oh, it's in her body. Hey, that demon in her right there. Oh, there she go. There she go right there. Oh, no. Who's she running to? She running to go get some pipe right now. She running. She like. <laughs> Man, that piece leave boiling. That piece leave was up there. She thought about it. And she was like. She running to that. She running to that salami right now. She like, I thought about it. I need to get Jermaine over here. And it's all Jermaine the streets was calling. In these streets. All right, them girls, them girls running to the streets. In these streets. <laughs> the spirit got to run into that salami, boy. The pipe fitters are here. All right. <laughs> I haven't had no sex. <laughs> All right, stop the cap. Stop the cap. Man, you try to tell the church you ain't had no sex, man. These demons in here, these Jezebels are out of control. All right, come on over, you Puerto Rican. I'll take care of you. <laughs> What's wrong with this world, man? Peace leave just a itching and burning. Ay, ay, ay. We got to get these women under control. All right, what about the sneaky links out here? These are the girls that smoke weed. I always tell you. Women who smoke weed are a red flag because, you know, good and damn well, they gave the, the weed ninja a little bit of that punani. All right, sometimes they be paying the weed ninja your hard-earned money. Well, this woman has the weed man, and she has him the weed man acting as the sneaky link. And this woman's going to show you exactly how she operates when she has a man, and she has the, meat, the weed man. Here we go. What's up, baby? I can't talk too much my dude in the front. Right. Yeah. But he works tonight, 11 to 7. You can come over. I'm going to call you. All right, we'll tell you who's coming. 12. All right, bet. What's up, baby? I can't talk too much my dude in the front. Right. Yeah. But he works tonight, 11 to 7. You can come over. I'm going to call you. All right, we'll tell you who's coming. 12. All right, bet. All right, live picture from Nia Long. All right, Nia Long, if you missed yesterday's show, Nia Long admitted that she used to date the dope dealers. All right, I might have to pull that clip up real quick. I didn't have it set up, but I might have to pull it up here. Where is it at? Where is it at? Nia Long. We had a funny clip on Nia Long talking about she used to date the dope dealers. Oh, man, I can't find it. it where is it at? Okay, I found it. Boy, I'm glad I found it live. All right, because I had to do it live. All right, wait a minute. We'll have to pull it up. Um, And, uh, guys, all women be doing this, especially you hood loving. All right, you love these hood straggles? These hood straggles, this is how they start their life, man. This is how they start their life. Where's the Nia Long clip right here? We'll play it for the morning crew. But the reason, but the reason I know that you're guarded is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh, really? Oh, my God. That's where I was. I lived in South Central L.A. That's what it was. Wow. Wow. The reason, but the reason I know that you're guarded is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Wow. Oh, really? 
Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Wow. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Well, you know what I mean? I, I, didn't I tell you guys high school be litty out here for a lot of these young women? And high school is where they get started. Let's go ahead and review the film one more time. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh. I know that you're guarded. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh, one more time. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh, you know what I mean? Listen, I know people hate my philosophy, but I be trying to tell y'all the truth. She said high school, and I know she's not talking about the high school drug dealers. She's talking about the drug dealers out of high school, and she said drug dealers. Drug dealers. Let's go ahead and review the film one more time. You make the call. You make the call. They be getting started early. I know that your guard is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Well. Hey, man. Hey, man. You cannot, you cannot tell me I've been wrong out here, did you? These girls been hiding dope. They've been pushing dope up their orifices, flying from airport, driving from city to city, coast to coast. They've been hiding dope in their titty. Mm. <laughs> All right, yo, man. <laughs> this is wild. Never say my philosophy is wrong, man. They prove it every time. Let's go to the next video here. Apparently, we have a young Kaylee and her boyfriend visiting maybe their parents, grandma. But let's take a look at what happened here. Let's roll the film and let the film speak for itself. All right, wait a minute. I got to review it. She was need to be stretched out. She's super tight. Tight and my grandma should not be in the same sentence. No. <coughs> what are you doing with my grandma? She was she need to be stretched out. She's super tight. Tight and my grandma should not be in the same sentence. Oh, the humanity. All right. You know what I mean? Like, wow. You know what I mean? She ten toes up granny out there with them feet out. And she got them ten toes up to the ceiling. All right. That's how they be doing it, ladies. Ten toes up gang. Stand up. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. That's why we love the ten toes up gang in the building. She got some pretty feet, too. And uh, young Chad was like, I got to stretch your granny out. Yo. All right, Kaylee was like, I thought you would stretch me out. This is crazy, man. This is definitely child support uh, position right here. Definitely would be busting some nuts on this one right here. But check out the ten toes up here. Hello. All right, wait a minute. Ten toes up, gang. Folding her ass up like a love letter from the second grade. Kaylee, there wasn't liking that right there. You're doing my grandma. She was need to be stretched out. She's super tight. Tight and my grandma should not be in the same sentence. No. Man, let Granny have some fun, and he was rubbing all on her feet right there, too. Look at him. He like feet, too, man. He had them toes pointed up to the sky. Hello, let's give him the prices right. Granny, Granny needs treatments, too. <laughs> Grannies need some treatment, too. Ten toes up. Hey, Grannies can go ten toes up, too. It's crazy. This is crazy, man. Them feet was out, too, man. It's all good. This is why I don't like socks. I want to see those toes up to the sky. Yeah, indeed. All right, let's move on, man. That's Straggle and Sniggle for today. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? 
All right, let's acknowledge any other contributors to today's show, man. This started off good. Next segment is going to be advice men could use. And we're here to help some of you men stay focused out here. We got to stay focused. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. All right. Granny did look like she had a bunion, too. Granny did look like she had a bunion on them feet. But, you know, her high arches, I'll give her a pass. All right, I'll give her a pass. As long as Granny don't step over the line. Granny be like, you're mine. All right, I'll take you. Oh, it's crazy out here. (laughs) It's crazy. All right, shout out to uh, y'all perverts out there. Shout out to Winnie Wall. He says, woman at my job complained after moving a troublesome homeless man into her apartment. And he says, now she just found out that her long-term F buddy is into trannies. Oh, I told her to choose better men. Epic. All right, just always sit back and watch women uh, run over and choose the wrong man. This is hypergamy. Hypergamy. They choose the wrong dudes and they be trying to be like, but I'm a good hearted person. Virtue signaling. Avoid virtue signaling women too. They're toxic. (laughs) All right. They're toxic. All right. What are we doing here? Hey, look, that was it. I can continue with the show. Men, uh, advice men could use. What's going on here? Advice all men could use. Let's start with this one. Let's start with this. And this is our brother, TK Kirkland. In the building, he is uh, was interviewed by Vlad uh, or Glad or the Popo. Shout out to Glad. But this is TK Kirkling, legendary comedian. He's been around for a long time. He uh, got his start in the early 80s, and he'd been, he'd been around almost every popular hip-hop group that is, you know, originated. The early days of NWA, the early days of cash money. All right, but he has something to say of two young men. This is advice you can use, and it might sound familiar. Let's go. I did an interview about what you said. A young man interviewed his his cousin. He committed suicide at a business, doing well, but because of social media, doing well. Not no bum. He's doing well. And he still committed suicide because he felt he wasn't living up to the family's name. Oh, wow. And my point that I'm making is social media, the way people move, some of these kids are hypnotized and they want it bad enough. They don't have realistic goals, no structure. They don't respect money. And I'm going to say that again. They don't respect money. And like you said, you cut corners, you lie on applications, you steal, you hustle, and you might look good for six months. You had a, you had a tweet. You said, uh, I don't know why some of you guys walk around with thousands of dollars in your bag. Grow up. Who raised you? Get your credit card. Use it to pay off that car and make payments two times a month or more. It'll increase your credit score. Man, don't it? Look at I did an interview. All right. About what- all right. All right. There's legendary TK Kirkland. This is advice that all men could use uh, because, you know, we do have a, a tendency as men and young men to look at where people are, you know, in life. And a lot of you heard this message, but I'll reiterate it because this is advice men could use. Because you look at where people are. You don't look at where they came from. And I'm going to just say, a lot of people that watch my show today, you probably found me somewhere in 2020, 2021, into 2022. Now, you didn't see much of my content from 2018, 2019, and you didn't see my struggle leading up to that. You didn't see where I had setbacks. And this is typical. So when you come in now, you're like, well, coach, you can only say that because, and then you point to where I'm at today. The problem is, the problem is, Where I'm at today is not where I came from. And I also know this about a lot of successful men. 
Many of them have stories of where they had to fight, navigate, and all of these things to get to where they are today. And now we see them today because a lot of people see them today. They're obviously successful, so they can grab our attention. However, you didn't see their journey. You didn't watch them dig from the dirt. You didn't watch them when they hit rock bottom, which most people do. And because of that, people start to say, well, I want to be as successful as this person. All right. But a lot of people didn't become successful until later on in their life. And they had to overcome a lot of deficits, deficiencies and all this stuff. And then you as a person either get extremely down or you try to get it quick. All right. You get it quick. You try to mimic or copy another person's formula. However, copying their formula Yes, you can copy their formula, but their formula took 10 years, five years, 20 years to get to where they are. So that's the difference. And a lot of young men and women are disoriented, disillusioned about the realities of the world. This is why hypergamy, women misuse it because they're trying to jump right to the finish line. They're trying to jump right in with the winners. And what they'll find is the winners don't need them as much. The the winners can sample them. The winners can say, okay, come on in, sample them and put them right back because they don't have what they need. They haven't become the person that they're asking for. The women who use hypergamy to their disadvantage haven't became the women that they're asking for in men. They're just asking for men that have this and they can see it. They'll join in. But most of the time, that man that uh, built himself to where he needed to be, oftentimes the catalyst to that was either a woman assisting or a woman giving up on him a woman giving up on him and that woman that gave up on him and didn't believe that he can be that because she used hypergamy to her disadvantage is that then without her he was able to become so it's difficult right now those women are disillusioned they just want to jump on with the winners jump on with ninjas that got a little bit of this and the ugly women we're not talking about you All right, I know there's women out here. Not me, coach. I'm not like that, okay? Name, weight, dress size, send me a picture, all right? You got to at least be attractive to use hypergamy to your advantage. I don't want to hear that shit. Then you get back in the kitchen and start helping, all right? I don't want to hear all that shit. I'm one of the good ones. But men, but yeah, they eventually come concubines and a part of a guy's harem. This is why the 90-10 rule exists. Women misusing hypergamy. All right, but, but, but men... And men using hypergamy to their advantage. But let's go back to men. Men become disillusioned because of social media that they see that it's possible. They see that that people are doing it, but they also don't see the journey. They don't see the journey. And you guys need to start seeing the journey. Start seeing the journey. Listen to how this person got here. Really look at it. I think a guy said, well, you can say that now, coach. You driving a 911. You know what I had to do? All right, so that's advice men can use. But advice, another piece of advice you can use is hit the like button in the building. God damn. We are hour into this show, and our like button is looking sleazy, and it's looking cheesy, but I got to get at least 1,000 likes right now. Let's get 1,000 likes. I Look, I'm going to give you an easy challenge. Give me 850 likes. I'm giving y'all life-saving information. You should be taking notes. You should be taking notes. All right. I started off making $5 an hour in 1992, $5 an hour. I didn't jump right into this, Ninja. I didn't show up and came out an old man. 
Now I have old man tendencies. That actually is one of the things that got me to where I'm, I'm at. All right. Because I've always been an old man. I've always had an older man mindset, AKA mature some, somewhere after they're about the seventh grade. All right. Always been an old man, but look, Hit that like button. Give me the 850 likes because that's going to get more people. As soon as you do that, more people come in, all right, because, you know, your likes do help the algorithm, even though I'm banned on YouTube, all right? You're like, how you banned? I'm banned. They will not monetize any of my channels, all right? Not under my name, all right? So not under my damn name or social security number, they won't, all right? But um, I have a picture at YouTube. I'm banned. But I started off just like that. I started off like everybody else. I started off struggling. I made choices. And thus, thus, therefore, I became who I am. And there's a lot of women that can't deal with me at all. Just to let you know, I have a lot of women that just can't understand my flow. All right. They say like, okay, you're successful. Can you? They'll be like, hey, I'm going here. Let's take a trip here. Let's take a trip there. And these aren't women that's asking for paid trips. These are women that got their own money and this and that. They're like, what's going on? And I'm like, listen, my nose is to the grind. I can't just be whimsical. I just can't be like, oh, I'm going to, oh, you're going where on Friday? Oh, you're going to the Bahamas on Friday? I'll go. All right, I refuse to do that because I'm in the building. I'm still in the building stage of my life. Still. I'm still building. Like a lot of people, let me just tell you guys. You guys, you guys, don't have any vision at all. This is advice men can use. And I'm, you know, I can only teach it one way. I cannot be nice the way I teach. But you guys have no vision. You guys get complacent. And complacency is a goddamn disease. It's a disease. You guys get a little bit of success. Ninja be out there doing a stanky leg, chilling. And a bitch come up and be like, hey, why can't you just take a day off and relax? You're successful. And you, you, that's where you start to go down. Ninja, I'm not trying to go that backwards now. I'm not trying to go backwards. Ninja, I got shit to do, and I'm going to be on this earth for a long goddamn time. And even if I'm not, I'm going to be on this earth for a long time in spirit. It's not about the money or success. It's not about any of that for me. It is not about any of that for me. It's about leaving an impression on the earth. It's about power. It's about it's about the money sometimes, but it's about buying freedom. I'm here in my what I call Beyonce years. I'm in my Beyonce years. There was remember Beyonce. You never can catch her caught dead anywhere on television. But about 15, 10 years ago, there was about a five year period that she was on TV nonstop. Nonstop. She was hungry. Now she can kick back and chill. She didn't made her millions and billions and she married a billionaire. Now she can chill. But for me, it ain't even about the money anymore. All right. It's about it's about making a lasting expression, uh, impression, power, longevity, consistency. But bitches always want to take a day off. Oh, let me take a day off. Let me go fly here, fly there. And then they come back in a bind. Oh, damn, I spent too much money. You guys got to not let that distract you. Don't let that distract you. Never settle for oh, this is good enough, never settle for it, never settle for it, so they be like, can't you just dream for anywhere, can't you just take a day off, can't you just relax, these are not moves that men can make, because you know why, you have no safety net, you have no safety net, a woman always has a safety net, she can go find a man, she can go get into a relationship, even if she's wealthy, she can attach herself to a wealthy man, 
I don't have a safety net. There's nothing that you will have that you can be safe, secure. Women have the government at the end of the day. It doesn't mean they're going to win. It just means they always have a sense of safety net. You as a man, like they could join OnlyFans. We're going to talk about that with Megan The Stallion. They can always fall back on something to make a dime. You, on the other hand, cannot. Do not let women and people tell you to take a day off. Do not let them do this. There's no good enough. You're never set. You're never stable. What you're making today could stop tomorrow. So you all, yep, they could go sell pussy. All right, you know. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. Men, you got no safety net. You got no security. You are the security. So don't let people come in and try to distract you uh, with that stuff. I have that all the time. Women will always come in there and be like, oh, just nope. Damn, they be like, damn, you a beast. Damn, you aggressive. Damn, you work hard. Always. I don't care where you're at. I don't care what your bank account says. I don't care. The, the minute you start doing that is the minute you're going to fall back. The minute you start letting them pull you away from your grind is the minute that that shit is going to start falling backwards. You can't afford to be sitting up there being complacent. This is advice all men can use. And, and guys, if you're under 40, you better be taking notes on this one. If you're under 40, you better be grinding your ass off. There's no other choice. There's no other choice. If you're under 50, you better just be pushing it to the limit. <laughs> There's no other choice. If you ain't pushing it to the limit, you ain't trying at all. And I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear shit about, well, this and that. If you ain't pushing it, do not let any woman, do not let any woman take you off your grind ever, ever. I made that mistake. I'll never do it again. And a lot of women don't understand that. They'll come in, give me a little pieces of peace leave, and they'll be like, hey, let's just do that. Let's do that. You got the money. I got the money. Don't worry about it. I'll cover it. Let's do this. Let's do that. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, do not let anybody bump you off your shit. This is more advice that men could use right here. All right, here we go right here. Mario Lopez sets the record straight for people who... Don't think he's Mexican. Uh-oh. Shout out to the Mexicanos over there and the Chicanos and the Latinos and the Latinx. All right. Let's hear this one because this is an interesting video here about Mario Lopez. He's going to drop some knowledge that not a lot of people are going to agree with. Everybody knows Mario Lopez. He is uh, uh, Slater. He was Slater on Saved by the Bell. And then he later parlayed his career into some dancing with the stars. And now he's on Access Hollywood. He's kind of a commercial Latino. Shout out to him. A commercial Chicano. And uh, so much so that he's essentially basically code switches. And he code switches heavy. He code switches so heavy that people don't even recognize he a Mexican. <laughs> All right. Now, black people take notes. Black people cannot take notes. On, black people cannot figure this strategy out. I want brothers, not even black people, black men. Please listen to this ninja. Don't listen to anybody that tells you otherwise. Ninja, he said, get the money first. All right, let's go ahead and play it right here. Here we go right here. So all kinds of people just hit me up right now because evidently I'm trending on Twitter. And I was like, why? What I, what I do? I was trying to rack my brain. And apparently it's because people don't 
think I'm Mexican. Is that a trip? With a name like Mario Lopez. Well, you're English. Yeah, I'm English. Teddy over here thinks I'm British. But you know what? They've been thinking I'm everything from Italian to Hawaiian, but I'm not. (laughs) It's the weirdest thing. Uh, I was born in Chula Vista, border town right there in Tijuana. My parents are from Culiacán, Sinaloa. And I think it's because I've been doing these food videos on social with my homies. And um, it's a lot of Mexican food, a lot of mariscos. I love to eat. And, you know, I'm talking, I'm saying foo and homes and a lot of like slang and just kind of being yourself. And I can't be like that on Access Hollywood or my radio show. I'm trying to cash these checks. I can't be sounding all hood like that. I got to. So did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear that? A lot of people don't like that. They don't like that. But for me, that's smart like a mother sucker. He said, I got to cash these checks. All right. I got money. I got to cash these checks, Ninja. <laughs> He's like, what? All right, y'all ninjas want me to just sound hood all day long just so I can relate to your ass. He says, "Uh uh-uh. But a lot of people, a lot of people don't. I'm going to stay myself. Well, what is yourself? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? You have no sense of self. I'm going to stay hood just for my people. Uh Uh-uh. He was like, I got money. I need to get to the bag. Gotta get my bag and run. Get to the bag, Ninja. He got a restaurant out here in Las Vegas. He got a burger joint out here in Las Vegas. All right, he like, get the money. Gotta get my bag and run. Get the money. Y'all ninjas be like, man, I listen, I think this is smart. A lot of people think this is done. Nah, Ninja, you ain't yourself and your people and you sold your people out. Get the money. (laughs) And not only that, Here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. He didn't have to act like a buffoon to get the money. Now, of course, you could probably say A.C. Slater was kind of a buffoon character, but he kind of was the bully uh, in that. And a lot of people code switch. They'll be a buffoon. They'll say, I'll just be a buffoon and get the money. He actually did it the opposite way. He said, I'm going to just be the straight, not the buffoon. And if you know anything about comedy, the straight and the person that gives the punchlines are two different people. He's like, I'm going to be the straight. Now, of course, looks plays a part of it and all of that. But that ninja said, get the bag. Let's listen to the rest of the advice here. And you can see his inner Chicano is coming out here. As he's talking, he definitely can relate and translate and code switch back and forth. Here we go. I got to keep it a little more polished and, and buttoned up. But my whole circle. All right. So all kinds of people is is even Mexicano. That's Tootie. Tootie don't look it with those little nana glasses, but he's Mexican. That's Cornejo from Tijuana. Hey, viva. But I think it's funny. Twitter, you wild. You wild out there. Gracias por todo. Nos vemos pronto. Mwah, besos. Hey, viva, viva, viva. All right, viva la raza. All right, learn the Spanish. Learn some, learn some another language. But you can see, you can hear that he definitely is connecting with his people. He has people around him that are his people. But he also said, I got to get the bag. I got money. <laughs> All right. I got to get the bag, ninja. I'm not going to just be coming around here talking like I ain't got no damn common sense. All right. Get the bag. Ninja. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> get the bag first. Viva la raza. All right. Here we go right here. And or y'all ninjas. Y'all ninjas. All right. He rented the Mexicans. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, come on, man. Advice all men can use, Ninja. Hey, don't don't feel like you have to dumb yourself down in order to get the bag. You don't have to be a rapper. I, I think Michael Irvin spoke on this as well. Michael Irvin spoke on this about his son, threw his son all under the bus 
His son grew up in the suburbs, grew up in gated communities, had a good life. And his son is allegedly or apparently a gangster or a drill rapper. And so Michael Irvin was like, son, I worked so hard so you didn't have to have this life. So you didn't have to rap about this life. And Michael Irvin didn't understand, like, why are you dumbing yourself down in order to uh, appeal to the less common? Well, the the lower the lower denominator is, if you will. Why are you looking to dumb yourself down to appeal to that? Why don't you just appeal to something and be something that people aspire to? Why do you have to do that? So I'm in disagreement. Yeah. So men like John Morant would rather go backwards and hustle backwards and lose $65 million trying to dumb yourself down and appeal to the people that you call your people, but they're not your people. I've been on record saying those are not my people. All right. Those are not my people. Now I might look like them, but ninja all skin folk ain't kin folk. You don't have to appeal to the lesser or the lower, uh, the lower groups of your people. There's people that are aspiring. So I'm just letting you know, man, I, I think this is advice men could use. If you don't agree, go fuck yourself. I don't care. I mean, listen, all right, you stay where you at. Are right, you trying to help people and you can't even help yourself? But if you agree, this is advice that you can use and certainly it will help you. All right, let's see what we got right here. All right. Ninjas is bringing up stuff that don't even matter. Didn't he cheat on his wife? I don't give a rat's ass where he put his salami. Who cares? Why are you Why are you so confused about Why are you so distracted by stuff like that? Did that have anything to do with what we talking about? By the way, no human being is perfect. You guys really are distracted about stuff that don't matter and didn't even have anything to do with what I was talking about. Did that have anything to do with him not getting his bag? This is crazy. Men, I have to tell you, you've been your own worst enemy in this. You are your own worst enemy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it is nuts. But listen, I'm in charge of you hard-headed ass men. And to make you feel good, every now and then, I got to blame women for your problems. But let me just tell you, you're your own problem. All right? More than not. All right, so anyway, all right, hard-headed-ass ninjas, man. You can't help them. Speaking of hard-headed ninjas, listen to this heartbreaking story. Advice men can use death by simp. Here we go. Right here, there's a guy um, arrested. I can't pronounce his name. They'll pronounce it. He arrested after a Salem State University Haitian basketball player was deleted in a shooting. Why did he delete this man? Why did he delete this man? Well, you can already figure it out. Death by simp. All right, we had a man, a, a, according to the New York Post, a teenage man, Mr. Canelo, is accused of gunning down a Haitian Massachusetts basketball star days before his first game as a college freshman, had been, and it says right here, as a college freshman, had been in a relationship with the woman who was riding in the car in which the student was shot. Well, the 18-year-old, the, the victim, was a member of the Salem State University basketball team. He was shot in the back. What a coward. While driving in a car with the woman at 1.30 a.m. Y'all need to take y'all asses to sleep. Stop being out at 1.30 a.m. Well, the man, the shooter, age 18, damn, pleaded not guilty on Thursday in Salem District Court when prosecutors revealed that he had been in an on-and-off 
again relationship with the young woman. Damn. The thing goes, gentlemen, advice men can use. You have to be hyper vigilant. You have to be hyper vigilant when it comes to the fact that women that you are dealing with, women that you are dealing with, have other men. Let's be hypervigilant. We're not going to blame the woman on this one because these two goofies didn't really know what they were doing. They were young men. But when you meet a woman, you must know, especially younger women and certainly older women, you must know that there is another man involved with that woman. There's a man that has a crush. There's a man that's in her friend zone. There's a boyfriend there might be a baby daddy. There might be a stalker. If you don't know, a good series for you to watch is a series called, um, hold on for a second. Damn, I messed it up. You know me with names. Oh, hold on for a second. Oh, damn, what is the series name? Somebody can figure it out. Begins with a D. Uh, anyway, there's a series on A&E or Crime TV in which the series mostly portrays a woman who gets deleted. But what they do is they try to backtrack and find who out who deleted her. I'll think of the series names. So they recreate a story and they say, okay, this woman got killed. Okay, who could possibly kill her? But then when they go back and go through her history, they find out there's a series of men and women that have a, that have a reason to delete her. Okay, it's not Dateline, but thank you. It's called, uh, damn, I can't remember. But anyway, it's not Dateline. But uh, I get what you're saying. I'll think of it what it is. I watch so many of these shows. But what's happening is every woman has a person that they're leading on, that they, are, um, that they have an ex with, they have a divorce, they have a, a, a jealous woman, they have a man that she's sleeping with that has a woman and it's out of control. So when you watch the series and <laughs> you watch it, the woman dies, but there's always like a five series of men that, that they have in their background. So anyway, so every woman that you meet has a series of men that, that they're dealing with. So let me go ahead and play the, the thing and I'll look up the, the series here so you can watch it. All right, but let's hear the video here. Hold up for a second. Prosecutors, the defendant was shooting at that car because a woman the defendant had had an on and off again relationship with was a passenger in the vehicle. Now, the intended target of that gunfire is still unclear, but the person that was struck and killed was 18-year-old Car Carl Hens Belliard. Now, today the man accused of pulling the trigger, 18-year-old Misael Pena Canella, was arraigned on one count of murder. Belliard was found shot to death in his car early yesterday morning, just feet from the Salem State's campus, where he was a freshman on the basketball team. We spoke with Salem State's assistant basketball coach, David Rab, who was in court, desperate to find out why the shooting happened. Yeah, and so uh, he picked up a girl. By the way, I, I gave you wrong information. <laughs> All right, so I'm here to fix it. So um, the show is called Betrayed. I said B, but it's a D. All right, so give me an L on that. Uh, so the series is called Betrayed. 
and it's on ID or any one of these channels. And uh, the city is called betrayed. So what they're what they say is I've been betrayed by somebody. And then when they go back, a woman gets deleted. They'll go back and there'll be an ex. There'll be a lover. There'll be a stalker. There'll be a friend zone. There'll be a male coworker. There'll be a jealous woman. There'll be an ex-husband. And there'll be like six people who have a reason to delete her. It's just like, what the hell's going on? And what the point of advice for all young men is that every woman you meet has men like this. And so this young man did not know he was unaware. He thought you run game ninjas, right? He thought, hey, I met a nice girl. Let's proceed. Okay, but you guys got to watch out. When you do that, you don't realize you got a goofy that is a death by simp deleter. Here we go. I'm really still kind of blank on the whole thing. Um, We got a a correspondence from one of our players that something had happened, and that's how we found out. Couldn't believe it, actually. Still don't believe it. Um, Kyle's been with us now for five, six weeks. Happy kid. Uh, Loved by all of us. Always smiling. You know, so it shocked us. Now, the shooting happened just days before Salem State was scheduled to begin their season, and a little more than a week before Carl Hens Belliard would have turned 19 years old. As far as the defendant, Misael Pena Canella, prosecutors say he was arrested back in September for smashing the cell phone of that woman he had an on and off again relationship with. That woman, again, according to prosecutors, was in Carl Hens Belliard's vehicle when the deadly shooting happened Wednesday morning. According to prosecutors, there you go right there, guys. Death by simp is real. So you got one person dead, an 18-year-old man who had his whole life ahead of him. And, of course, he's out at 1.30 a.m. trying to get some pussy. I mean, listen. <laughs> All right, listen, I'm listening. I've done done stuff like that. And, of course, at 18, your circadian rhythm is all thrown off. You're developing. You're growing. I get it. All right, but uh, best thing to do is get up in the house, tuck in by 10.30 or 11. That's my advice. I know it seems like the good stuff is going to happen. Uh, there's nothing open after 11 p.m. but legs and hospitals. Okay. There's nothing open. And I heard that from um, D.L. Hughley. There's nothing open after 11 p.m. but legs and hospitals. All right. And the morgue. All right. That's it. Yes, you'll get some legs. Sometimes you'll get the hospital. All right, and this young man who had his whole life ahead of him was snuffed out by a weaker man who could not understand hypergamy. On again, off again, you got replaced. You got in your feelings, Ninja. Go be a better man. The benefits of hypergamy is that it lets you know you ain't shit yet, and it's okay. It's okay. We can't take it. Our egos can't take it, but the woman gives us an evaluation. We ain't shit, okay? All right, let me go become something. She did me a favor. That's why hypergamy is good. Now, is that going to work out for her? Ninja, that ain't my, that's not what I want to worry about. Yeah, she can not win in this case. She can get played by the basketball player. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, she gave you an honest assessment of who you are. That's good for you. Ninja, you at 18 ain't the man you supposed to be. And she felt it and she dissed your ass. And she went to another ninja. So whatever happens to her, happens to her, but that ain't even the reality of the situation. When a woman exercises hypergamy, she telling you, you ain't shit. Okay, let me take that honest assessment and become something because I can. She can't. 
That's why she has hypergamy. She can't become. You can. Take the hit and then keep it moving. But again, here you go right here. No, I got to take the bitch out. I got to take the ninja out because I'm not that ninja. It's crazy, man. I, 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 it's sad that we have to go through this, but I'm here to save you guys. I'm right, right? Ninja's that trying to save you, telling you hypergamy bad and do this and that. No, no, no. That ain't saving you. That's letting you be less than. I would hate to be a guy at 18 and continue to be less than a punk Mitch. I got to shoot a ninja because you lost your bitch. Ninja, that's punk shit. Neither of these men are going to be who they need to be at 18. At 18, you ain't never going to be the man you're supposed to be, and you shouldn't be. You should be under the apprenticeship of a man. But you ninjas is running around here thinking you're supposed to be and got to take out another man while the woman just moves on to a third leg Greg, another ninja, and you shoot him in the back? This is sad. This is sad, and don't ever think you need to be where you are at 18. Certainly not at 18. Then 20, then 21, 25. Hell no. The best thing about hypergamy is the woman tells you where you are. That's good. Because you ain't supposed to be where you are at 25. Hell no. She tells you, ah, nope. Now she moves on and she exercises her hypergamy. And then you take the criticism and then you become better. It's great. It's a great thing right there. It's, it, that's why we have what we have in this world. Because a woman told us we wasn't shit. Didn't that make you get swole? You was like, what? You went in there and got on the bench. You went in there and you said, oh, damn, okay. uh." And then you went and got another woman. And that woman probably was better than the woman who told you you wasn't shit. That's the best thing about hypergamy. All right, come on. Let it go, man. Let it breathe. All right, let me get in here. Let me see what else I got. Advice all men could use. Last one. <laughs> here we go right here. Let's go. I'm going to get a lot of backlash about this post, right? But there's a lot of dads out here that are not deadbeats, right? But the bitter baby moms make it so unbearable to co-parent with these women and try to raise these children that they are pushing the fathers out of these kids' lives, right? And we get a lot of unrealistic people that'll say shit like, no matter what she does, it shouldn't affect your relationship with the child. Let me tell you something. I am a black man out here in society. It's hard enough just being a black man, making it to work and coming home without getting shot and oppressed by police and all the other demons that's in, in, in the environments that we live in. Now, not only do we got to jump through the hoops of being a black man out here in society, but we got to come and have a war with you as well just to do the right thing by our kids. Let me say this once and for all. Our responsibility is the kid. We don't have to give you extra money for you. We don't even have to act like we like you. If the kids are old enough to make the phone calls, then there is no reason for you to be involved at all. Take your emotions out of it. It's about the kid. And when you do this nutty shit and this bitter shit and you're worried about who he fucking, who he seeing, who's at his residence, what girlfriend he got, what chick she, he got around braiding your daughter here and all of this weird shit, that's where the confusion comes in. Let these men that want to be fathers father their kid without you being a fucking headache. Stop pushing these black men out of their kid's life. It takes a village and little... Ninja, put your seatbelt on. Boys need their dads and so do little girls. Now, so he's he's hitting, he's, he's somewhat just preaching to the choir, but he's making a lot of good points. It's the bitter baby mama syndrome that is the problem. 
It's the problem. The bitter baby mom syndrome is the problem. It's not the deadbeat dad. In fact, if a bitter baby mom is looking for money from the dad, well, she's the deadbeat mama. I mean, it is what it is. All right. Now, there are some exceptions to the rules to this, but uh, this is just the facts about what we have going on here. But this is where hypergamy needs to be used to your advantage. And this is in the form of either either kind of walking away or waiting to the kids old enough and supporting them directly, making sure the money's going to good use. You can save for the kids to come out on the better end. All right. So take a take a chill pill. Don't feel like you got to support your ex. You don't have to give her shit, especially if she is warring with you or filing suit against you. You don't have to give her a damn dime. You don't have to piss piss out of fire if she's on fire. All right. You don't have to do anything for her. And if she's exercising poor judgment by being emotional and doing these things, man, let her go. Walk away from them kids. Save yourself. Go get your money up. Pay your child support as designated by the government. Give her her welfare and move the hell on. If you want to actually really, really um, isolate uh, or um, insulate yourself from this foolishness, you can have more kids, but I won't suggest it. Because what you're really attached to is the kid. She knows that. She's using the kid as a pawn. And she's enraging you. Never get too distracted by a deadbeat baby mama who is bitter, who is trying to distract you from your purpose. And then you're trying to lower yourself to prevent her from getting excess money from her, from you. All right. So you're like, I'm a high money. I'm a, um, I'm going to do less than until my kids are 18. Never do that. You're killing your momentum. Go get your money. And if she's so happens to get a bag off of you at some particular point pay the bag it's much cheaper it's much cheaper let them go find another find another life she's doing you a favor but she is deleting your child she is lying your child she is abusing your child by playing these deadbeat baby mama bitter baby mama tactics all right but the problem is we put our salami in that bitch we have poor judgment we created life Support that life that you brought in here and leave that bitch alone. Ignore her at all costs. Your baby mama ain't cool if she's abusing your child. Your baby mama ain't cool if she got you on child support. Your baby mama ain't cool if she's out here preventing you from seeing your, your kids. She is at war with you. She's a demon. And make sure you treat her as such. All right? Never let society pressure you. Well, still, you need to. No, I don't need to do a damn thing. Wash your hands of that woman. You made a mistake. Don't make two. All right. <laughs> Advice for men going through this. Because, yes, it is definitely one of those things that men go through that we have no solution. And the advice you get is often bad advice. It's advice that makes you nothing but a useful idiot. All right. Never live your life walking on eggshells on your bitter baby mama. Tell that bitch to grow up, throw up. Or throw that bitch away. All right, that's what you have to do if she's abusing your child. Now, if she cool with you, she cool with you. If she cool with you, she cool with you. But what she's trying to do is survive off of you. But what she's also doing is trying to survive off of you without uh, being under your leadership. See, that's two different things. She's trying to take money or extract resources by the use of your kids without having to listen to you. This is why divorce is an evil tactic. So this is when she goes for alimony and child support and goes to try to divide up the property. She's trying to use you without having to listen to you. She's trying to get the benefit of you without having, without having to actually be under your authority. She actually assumes the authority in the position of fornication with the government and she uses toy shoulders to extract resources. But then she says, I don't have to listen to you. 
All right. But at the end of the day, she ain't going to be shit anyway. So that's what it is. But your kids are going to become a reflection of her, not you. Because she is under the guise of the leadership of the parasitic. All right. So what's going to happen is your kids are ultimately going to be destroyed or damaged or abused under her care. All right. But, you know, that's something that you have to live with. That's something that you have to live with. You, you might be able to repair them after 18 or whenever you see them, if you ever see them again. But trust me, kids, uh, trust me, guys, kids always come back. Kids always come back. They have nothing to offer a kid. I, in my opinion, in my philosophy, I'm going to just let you know. A woman has nothing to offer any child past the age of 12. And you can't argue me that. Ninja really past the age of eight. Really? Listen, and I'm not trying to be a chauvinist here. No mother has, um, they don't have almost anything to offer a kid after eight. And it, that's not even debatable. There's too much proof. That's not even debatable. No woman, no, there's not one mother on earth right now that can benefit their child past the age of eight. Like truly benefit them and give them what they need. After they stop sucking that titty, there ain't nothing more that she can really do. Not by herself. But Ninja, not by herself. Now, she'll give them a chip here and a little bit of advice there. But after that, <laughs> Ninja, and debate me on that one. Debate me if you will. There's not much. Now, that's not saying she can't give them nothing. She can give them something, but really nothing after that, <laughs> especially a male child. We talking about a male child. There ain't nothing she can give them. Zero. Oh, well, listen, I won't say zero. There ain't absolutely very much she can give that kid. But this is what we continue to do. Listen, and, and, and debate me if you want on that one. Ninja. And you better come up with 100 things that a woman can give better than a man can give to a male child. You better come up with 100 million. All she can give is dino chicken nuggets, macaroni and cheese, Capri Suns, Ninja Snicker bars. She can give them diabetes, depression. Give them something positive. There ain't nothing. I mean, dude, there's there's not very many things that she could give. But anyway, no knowledge, no even daughters, really. What can she give a daughter? Advice on her period. That's about it. Not to get. <laughs> I would love to somebody to come at me on that one. There ain't shit that they could give them past eight, really. Certainly after 12, for sure. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, I would love for somebody to come up on me on that one. All she can dish out is food, and they can barely do that. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, until we assume these, uh, until we assume these philosophies and man up and cuff our balls and tell it like it is, we won't have true world here, masculinity. And I know there's some simp ass ninjas in here, swiper ass ninjas that want to disagree, but at, she cannot raise men. A woman cannot raise men, and love ain't sufficient enough at all. Don't tell, well, I can love my kid. That ain't sufficient for a man? Please. Please. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, what we do to our world is absolutely a disgrace. All right, but listen, where are we at here? Let me get to these super chats. I thought I was doing them. I thought I was. Shout out to Soldier for God says 304s are up 28-3. CGA, are you doing a veteran stream, a veteran day stream? I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to. MC Hamster is in the building. Amen, coach. Lost, he says, lost a couple of clients and got sick this week. 
Got to keep going. Momentum is everything. Got to work even if I'm sexy. Shout out to you and D. Where's that sound bite? Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Yeah, guys, you guys got to keep it going. Momentum is everything. Never, never stop your momentum. Shout out to Rob Alamont. I was working at a Starbucks for 10 years when my ex decided to leave. I woke up, left Starbucks, started working for myself, and now I'm applying to law school. Nothing wakes you up more than someone you love giving up on you. Facts. If a woman gives up on you, she did you a favor. That is her exercising hypergamy. For that moment, it's going to hurt. But it's going to also wake up. She's going to wake up call without, within her absence, become who she said you're not. That's why hypergamy is good. And what, when you start becoming who she says you aren't, it's going, you're going to, it's, it's going to happen faster than you could ever do it with her because she's already given up on you. So she's already doesn't believe in you. She doesn't obey. She doesn't trust you. She loses her belief. This is her hypergamy kicking in it's hardwired so she's looking for another possible when she gives up and she gives you an evaluation what you do is in a year tops maybe two become who she says you cannot become who she replaced you with and then surpass that then you'll realize that you was with a bum broad anyway you're going to realize real fast that that woman was preventing you from becoming who you needed to become. Then you're going to pass her up. You're going to look back. You're going to look back and say, damn, the reason I was with her is because I was less than. Because if you were already greater than, she wouldn't have qualified. Oh, man. That's why hypergamy is important. What we do is say she gave us a bad assessment and went to somebody better. But guys, that somebody better is she can't keep that guy. She can't keep him. She's going to lose that guy when she monkey branch. She's going to slip and fall. Then you're going to pass her up. She's going to be looking like, hey, I see you become who I thought you could become. And then you say, well, it's too late because I can't see you as I saw you when I was a bum. Because you was a bum, bitch, and I was a bum. We were on equal par. We were on par. But now looking back. Ninja, I made a big old mistake. <laughs> Ninja, you don't qualify at all. All right, anyway, Ninja, and that's not to put her down. But who is it putting down? It's putting down you. All right, come on, man. Hypergamy is great. We love it. It gives us the assessment and the kick in the ass we need. Shout out to Joe K. Allegedly, Mario clapping Jenny Mai's cheek. Allegedly. Thriller says, Coach, you watching me just recently. I met a woman online who wouldn't give me her number uh, because she had two stalkers. He says, when you going to be wrong? There you go. They be out here playing crazy-ass games. Action Mac Auto Repair, my AKA Adolf Caesar. He says, shout out to Adolf Caesar. He says, uh, I still got your push-up video. And every tool a man should have. I appreciate you, sir. My business is booming. I'm so proud of both of your and my growth. Take my hood taxes. Shout out to you. Appreciate you, man. And continue your growth. Age of Machines. He says, you you can become, she can't. That saves men and 
it makes you less afraid of rejection. Assuming we're kings without accomplishing accomplishment is from our mothers who think just saying we're something means we're entitled to it. And this is facts. Your mother says stuff like this. This is what stuff your mother says. That is bullshit. All you got to do is pray and keep the faith. Just keep believing. Now, it sounds good on the surface, but that's airhead talk. Even the Bible says faith without works is dead. Mm. Now, in a woman's world, just keep believing works. Having faith works. Just pray works. Manifest works. That's what they have to do because they can't become, they have to, they can't be, they all just have to uh, just find, right? They just have to find. You, on the other hand, have to put in that work. Faith without works is dead. All right, that's what it is. You, you got to do. And there's no other way around it. Your mama, your girlfriend, your girl that's interested in you, she going to tell you crazy shit like that. Because they can live like that. You as a man can't live like that. All right, here we go right here. XL Pro Services says salute to the coach gang gang. Indeed, shout out to you. Shout out to Snap Tech Fix. They never understand the grind because first, he says, they never understand the grind comes first, but then want to benefit from it. Shaking my head, give me the Reverend X. I'm going to tell you what he means right there. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Indeed. Cut that bitch off. Yep. Next call. And so what he means is a lot of times they'll say, hey, you know, um, they'll they'll say, hey, why are you grinding so hard? Why are you doing this? You're never here. You work so much. Relax. Smell the roses. Take a day off. Now, that sounds good because they can do that. They're whimsical. They're somewhat uh, spontaneous. They're looking for fun. And they also make bad decisions, and then they'll have to come back and repair. Oh, shit, I had a little bit too much fun. I just put a little bit too much on my credit card. All right, let me go sell some puss. All right, but we can't do that. If we go in far and we go outside our budget and we overextend ourselves, ninja, we got to get back to work. But then we killed our momentum. But then what happens is when they say all these things and then you divert your attention to them, guess what happens? After a while, you'll have less to give her to show for it and all of that stuff. Hey, why you ain't got as much money? Why you don't take me out no more? Why we don't go on any more trips? Why we don't do? So she doesn't realize that she set you up for failure because they're whimsical. They kind of don't think long-term. Their vision is a little bit stunning. God did not bless them. They blessed them with uh, fat deposits on their chest and booty and thighs where we like it, but they didn't bless them with vision. So God does bless and mother nature does bless them. They have a blessing. Fat deposits and titties and ass and all that stuff. We love all that. That's their blessing. We don't have that. God and nature didn't give us that. But what they did give us was vision. Vision. And also knowing that men suffer consequences. So as such, you better have your vision tight. You can't be whimsical like them. You can't lack vision. You can't get distraction. They don't realize that a lot of things they do in men is they prevent that man from becoming and then don't realize that that man hasn't become because of her trying to entertain her monkey ass. All right. And then they're like, why you don't entertain no more? Cause I've been entertaining you. That's why I can't. All right. Mm. Now I don't have as much because I'm doing all of these crazy things you want me to do spontaneously. Now my budget is messed up and now they exercise hypergamy and then they bounce. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. All right. But they doing you a favor. Shout out to I need money says they be wanting you to keep it real, but and be broke with them. That just was a lot of abbreviations in there. He says they be wanting you to keep it real and be broke with them. That is another tactic of a bum woman. And of course, listen, I'm not talking about all women are bums, but a bum woman will tell you to be broke with her. Well, we don't need money anyway. Guys, I don't, I would never. As soon as I hear that, I'll be out, <laughs> right? I'm like, oh man, Lord, I could never. And normally it's a low grade woman that if you had 15,000 extra dollars, you would not even talk to that woman. <laughs> you wouldn't even talk to her. If you had 15,000 extra dollars in your bank account, you wouldn't even part your lips to even speak nothing into existence in her ear. But, of course, you don't, so you got to take that bum woman. All right, anyway, shout out to Kaylin. He mentioned two content creators that I, I'm not going to mention, but he says, um, uh, Ninja, because they didn't pay me. But he says, uh, somebody did an intervention yesterday with a Mary OnlyFans couple. The guy used to be Rainbow. and pay- I hope this is going somewhere. Ninja, this is a long-ass thing. This better make some sense. All right, but he says right here, the dude used to be reading Rainbow for pay, but he's 26 and his wife is 28. She said if he cheated, she would leave, but somebody told him not to do so because she, she's on her decline. Hypergamy works. All right, anyway. All right, here we go. All right, I don't see, and, and please don't mention nothing about no gay ninjas on my, I really don't. <laughs> I really don't like, as soon as I see that, I literally try to not even talk about it. All right, that whole scenario was weird to me. Fuck. I ain't trying to talk about no fudge packing ninjas around here, but shout out to the ones that watch me, but it ain't even a part of my show. All right, let's continue. All right, shout out to Call Me X. To your point of mothers not being able to teach sons much, in Karate Kid, Danny was raised by a single divorcee who couldn't teach him how to fight, and he latched on to Mr. Miyagi as a father figure. Facts. Facts. Um, in that movie, Karate Kid, the mother was useless <laughs> in that movie. If it demonstrated, and I try not to use movies as evidence, but I'm you brought that up. In the Karate Kid movie, the mother was literally, literally destroying her son throughout the movie. She literally was in the way. Every time she popped up, Ninja, she messed everything up. She was literally the, the <laughs> every time she popped up in a movie, her timing was off. She was struggling. Ninja Carr was choking up. All right. I mean, everything. She was the literal definition of a single mother divorcee destroyer. All right. It's weird. It's absolutely weird. All right. She couldn't. She wanted them to take karate lessons at the YMCA. Everything she was giving him was fail, was less than. He, she, he was like, nah, I need to defend myself. Ninja Cobra Kai coming after me. All right. The ninja was like, hiya. All right. She like, they trying to sweep the leg. And then she was like, oh, you don't need to take karate's at the karate at the Cobra Kai. She was like, just take karate at the YMCA. She was speaking like literal failure into that ninja. Failure. Everything she did was cut corners like a woman would cut corners. And I'm not trying to speak 
negative about women, but women cut corners. Men cannot. <laughs> All right, just lessen yourself. Just take the cheap way out. You don't need that. You don't need <laughs> cut corners, ninja. Make him a soy boy. Yo, man, it's so weird, brothers. It's weird. We cannot have we cannot have men being raised like that. This is gonna make you less than. Then she wanted to give him the station wagon. Mr. Miyagi was like, take this old, you know, old whip after teaching him how to take care of it. She literally, Mr. Miyagi wasn't even trying to teach the ninja. And he spoke more breath into that ninja's life than his mama could. This is what I'm telling you. <laughs> Women cut corners in life. That's how they exist and survive. Let me cut corners until I find a winner can't you can't do that as a man you can't live like that a lot of you black men because we were all most all of us were raised by single mothers we were raised cutting corners we cut corners all our lives for 20 years and you wonder why you hit 30 and you where you are and all these other people are where they are ninja you ain't never had a toolbox you ain't never took out a sander uh, uh, a blade cutter you ain't never did nothing you ain't never cut grass ain't never did shit but sit up there and your mother let you sit up there and become less than she didn't encourage you to do nothing this is overwhelmingly general here but she taught you no skills because she needs very few skills to exist the only skill she need is to know when to part her legs to and who to part their legs to. And they even screw that up. They even mess that up. Like that's their only thing that they got to do to push forward and become in life. And they mess that up overwhelmingly. There's too many single mothers to even tell me I'm wrong on this one. It's just, <laughs> listen, I'm here to teach you guys. <laughs> I'm here to teach you right here. Clay says, had to send a little something coach spitting today. Super relatable. Shout out to you. Indeed. Guys, cutting corners in life ain't it. Please. Ain't it. Your mama told you wrong. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here? All right, Caitlin says, Will Levis is now the starting quarterback for the Titans. Where's his ex now? Hypergamy. Yeah, she got off the ride. Yep, they just can't change the tire, batteries, nothing. She lets you sit there for years and get no skills. Hey, we got a couple here on Vimo. I got to acknowledge here. Shout out to Ghost J, blessings coach. I was trying to figure out why every woman I date wants to always go on vacation. It's distracting as hell. Just because we date, they think the vacations come next. Please give me the prices wrong. This is another one. All right. Um, I actually do. I'm experiencing this now. I have a wealthy woman, wealthy. She's a wealthy white woman, suburban. She got her own heights and all that shit. And she be bouncing all the time. I'm going here. I'm going there. I'm going there. Can you come? You want to come? You can come. You can do your streams there. She knows what I do. You can work from anywhere, right? She do it every week. I, every Dude, it's every three days. She's like, I'm planning to go here. I'm going to go here. Take your ass on. Go. All right, but she, they always trying to reel you in. Oh, okay, we dating. Let's go on vacation. Bitch, vacation, you got to work up to. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I had to get rid of her. 
I had to get rid of her. I mean, you too distracting. Shout out to Joe. He says, Nia Long is right. I sold drugs from for 12 years straight and Young Straggles was on me. Now I'm legit remodeling homes and amateur boxing. Shout out to Joe Boxer. He says, co-workers always ask why I bump your show every day at work. I told them they ain't ready for this information. You got to be strong. And he says, Joe Boxer says, your idea about the group collective is great. I buy in. Thanks again for all you do. Gratitude. We're going to get it going, man. We're going to get it going. All right, but all of this whimsical, thank you, brother, for that, and keep it moving, too. And I'm glad that you got out of your situation when you were young, and now you become legit. Now you become legit. But, guys, you cannot become whimsical out here. Spontaneous ain't it. Now, you'll get to the point where you can, but not until you really, really comfortable. All right, let me get into this. We got a couple more segments here. We're going to have a Ling Ling brothel busted up. Why women have no game and then the main event. Hit the like button in here, and I'm going to keep it going, man. Not many people can do this. Ling Ling Brothel busted up. Let's give you this bit of information and update. And it says, high-end brothels. Remember I told you they're going to be selling peace leave like crazy? I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it. Yeah. Put the PIN number, and... Boom, money just comes out. And the oldest profession will stay alive. And what I always tell you, married men, high-level executives, they be buying puss, all right? And married men and high-level executives and all of these guys that you look up to, suits, C-suite ninjas, all right, men in tech, pharma execs, military branches, politicians, yep, they got caught. Got caught. And let me go ahead and put my disclaimer up right now. This program does not promote or encourage any illegal activity or behavior, including but not limited to engaging in, with, or soliciting prostitution. I do not promote it. Even though you think I do, you don't know what you're talking about. You haven't been on Locals. No buying pleasure from men and or women for you fudge packing ninjas. Emotional relationships are always encouraged. All right. Never go for the pay for play. All right, this is for entertainment purposes only. Yes. New, 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 new world. All right, if you don't understand, then you go get some understanding. There it is right there. I'm going to promote this. I'm going to keep this up because ninjas be trying to clip this shit. But high-end brothel serviced elected officials. Yo, yeah, your governor, your mayor, and all of these goofy-ass people that you put your faith in. Yep, they out here banging Hookers, all right? Crazy. Tech. Pharma execs. Wait. New, 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 new world. Yep, the ninjas that's pushing pills, fornicating at high-end brothels. Military brass. Yes, indeed. Ninja brothels. Ninja, this this form of employment is never going to die. And these are a lot of married men and all of that. And I'm just letting you know, fam. This shit is never going to die, and it's only going to multiply in this mix. All right, so let me go ahead and let's, let's take you to the video here because, yes, there's a video about this. The news is covering it, Ninja. All right, be careful out here. A federal agent. It says affluent men accused of paying for membership in a high-end brothel. Oh, my new, goodness. New, 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 new world order. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. 
Hey, man, this is the world we in, and it is an evil world we live in. Agents were here today collecting evidence, exercising search warrants, and according to this criminal complaint, affluent men would pull up on the street behind me here. They would go inside of the building behind me, paying hundreds of dollars in cash for sex with Asian women, and much of it happened during the day. Uh-oh. Tonight, three people are facing federal conspiracy charges, accused of running brothels out of several high-end apartment buildings in Cambridge and Watertown. According to the criminal complaint, Hannah Lee, oh. James Lee, and Jung Young Lee operated two websites on the dark web, oh, no. BostonTop10.com and BrownEyesGirlVA.blog. One is currently seized, but this is what it looked like oh. just days ago, showing semi-nude images of Asian women and offered users an opportunity to get verified. All right, this is definitely for a takeout Thursday here, man. Asian women, bro, they got a whole apartment complex. Hey, ninjas, do not punch this website in, ninja. You're going to get the feds at your door. The Feddy Gov going to be out here. Do not put type this in your internet browser, please. <laughs> right, Jesus. By providing their license, credit card, and employer information. Uh, Once damn. verified, prosecutors wait. say verified. Wait, 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 wait. They're getting, ninja, these ninjas are stupid. So you went to a website, <laughs> they wanted to verify you, so you wasn't the Fetty Gov. you put your employment information and your whole ID, Ninja, please, unbelievable. Oh, the humanity. What? Man, uh, this is crazy, man, this is beyond belief. <laughs> By providing their license, credit card, and employer information. Oh. Once verified, prosecutors say they were texted and offered commercial sex. They would choose. No, this is not Japan. This is not Japan, y'all. This is in the United States. I, I, I think we failed to mention this. This is not Japan. This is in Massachusetts. And uh, let me see here. This is in Massachusetts and uh, let's see here. Eastern Virginia. Boston in Eastern Virginia. This is not, this is in America, right? This is not in Japan. All right, let me, let me continue here. The duration of this encounter they wanted, the types of services they wanted, and they also would receive a menu of different options and different women a menu. they could purchase. Prosecutors see screenshots from conversations between men and oh, prostitutes show Jesus. they paid as much as $600 an hour for sex. Oh, 20 of them cooperated with investigators after allegedly engaging in prostitution, but there could be hundreds of clients. You big dummy. They are doctors, they are lawyers, Oops. they're accountants, Oops. they're elected officials. Uh they are executives at high-tech companies and pharmaceutical companies. Uh Federal uh guys. This just proves my point once again. A lot of people still, I know that's happening everywhere. That's why I'm trying to wake people up. <laughs> they just think this is just, ah. Uh. And they also keep blaming the incels, single men, guys that play video games. I'm, I'm going to keep showing you. It is the married men. All of these guys that they mentioned, probably 80% of them are married men. And the same thing with OnlyFans and blah, blah, blah. I've been trying to tell you, these aren't ninjas that can't get puss and ain't got no game, and they just taking breaks between video games. They mentioned who they were. And I'll try to keep showing y'all, because we need to put that, and, and it's also ninjas that say they running game. I mean, they in there too. And you might even find some of your football and basketball team owner, owners was in there. 
I'm letting you know. I be I'm trying to tell y'all and warn y'all the stuff that the society just says. They says they say it so they can live with themselves. All these single men incel video game players and MGTOWs and all of these red pill guys, they're out here. No, no. These are your politicians, doctors, lawyers, tech, pharmaceutical, military brass, husbands. They're the one keeping this shit alive. I'm going to let them say it again. All right. Here we go right here. They say this stuff because it, it's easy to just blame it and look the other way. But I'm not that guy. I'm going to tell y'all the truth. But there could be hundreds of clients. They are doctors. They are lawyers. They're accountants. They're elected officials. They are executives at high-tech companies and pharmaceutical companies. Federal agents executed search warrants at apartments part of the alleged enterprise today. They say more charges could be forthcoming. By the end of today, we have a lot more information than we had at the beginning of the day. And we're going to go through that information and follow those leads where they take us. So college professors, police officers, agents of these alphabet, you know, FBI, CIA, I won't say because you're talking about Massachusetts, Eastern Virginia, Northern Virginia. Oh, boy, there's some people up on them lists. And these ninjas probably drove hours for this, drove hours away from their home. I'll be telling y'all the truth out here. I'm telling y'all the truth. And this ain't ever going away. It's going to multiply. And this is happening everywhere. This is what a lot of young girls start off doing. They start off doing this, and then they come in here and try to marry you. And that's you. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. So watch out, guys. Watch out. You got to watch your neck out here. If I would never even consider doing something like this. First of all, I don't solicit. Second of all, I'm not trying to go up in no place I don't know. Put my credit card in. Ninja. Oh, my Lord. Put my credit card in. Verify my employment. <laughs> it's crazy. Ninja, put my name, my government name out there. Hey, it's best at this point to legalize it. I agree. I mean, this is the best is to find a way to tax it. And they're going to legalize it at some particular point. Believe me. All right. They're, they're already starting to look the other way in metropolises, in Gotham City. They're already doing this. But at some particular point, I know you're going to say they're never going to do it. Guys, who says that? Who believes? And I said it here first. I said it here first. They're going to legalize it. They're going to legalize it. I mean, it was legal at one particular point, but where we're going today, they're going to legalize it. They have no choice. But the reason why they're going to is because they've legalized just about every other form of vice and debauchery up until this point other than this one. This is the last one. Oh, by the way, some wives are working up in there too. But this is the last one because I grew up in a time. I grew up in a time. No, Vegas is not legal. It's not legal, but they don't bust it up either because... They, they need the tourism, all right? So you can get caught up in Vegas, but in Nevada, you got to have a certain situation. I think it's alcohol. I think alcohol has to be, I don't remember what it is, but in Nevada, in some counties in Nevada, you have to have a certain population and alcohol has to be uh, not sold after a certain amount of time. I can't remember what the thing is, but in Nevada, there's some counties that it is legal and they have brothels, but Las Vegas is not one of those counties, just to let you know. It's not legal in Las Vegas. All right, but again, they also don't discourage it because they this is how we get tourism, <laughs> right? So anyway, but they'll start legalizing it because when I was young, when I was young, I'm going to name things that were illegal that are now legal. And I always tell you this. As soon as they figure out how to way to organize it, tax it, make sure people are healthy, make sure there's no abuse or trafficking, they're going to legalize it. 
So marijuana to be sold and distributed through dispensaries was illegal. It was illegal when I was 20. Illegal. Now it's legal. Gambling in any state that was not on water, right? So on water, you had gambling boats, which it was illegal. So you have in New Orleans, you'd have a boat that you would go on and gamble. Shreveport, same thing. You'd have to get on a boat. Gambling was only legal in Las Vegas and Atlantic City. Now it's legal in probably 26 or more states. It's completely legal. Smoking in a restaurant used to be legal. Many states, you can't even put, (coughs) (coughs) it's illegal to even bust a cigarette out. What about this one? Gay marriage. Gay marriage was legal. I'm sorry, illegal. Gay marriage was illegal. You cannot marry two homos together. Illegal. What never going to happen? Today, boom. Once they figure out a way to benefit from it, the state, the government, lawyers, all these people, once they figure out a way to benefit from it, it'll be legal. It'll be legal. So, um, and yep, online sports betting, legal. The NFL, they promote it now. When they discouraged it, they would actually fire people for betting. Ninjas was getting, having to retire for betting. So, you guys think that this won't be legalized? It will. It's going to be legal. We're headed towards that way. We're not headed towards a way where they're just going to keep arresting people. We're headed to a position where they're going to go ahead and legalize it, and they're going to figure out a way to keep it safe, tax, benefit from it, keep people healthy, and so forth and so on. All right, but you heard it here first. Not that, again, not that I'm promoting it. I'm just telling you that's where our society is going. And um, it's going this way. It is, it is, it is. All right, so anyway, anyway, let's get back to the next thing. Speaking of, speaking of Megan Thee Stallion, Megan Thee Stallion, oddly enough, I did not know she did not have an OnlyFans, okay? I didn't have any clue. I thought she already had one, but apparently times are tough for Meg Thee Stallion or whatever, Megan Thee Stallion. Times are tough. Apparently, she got dropped from her record label. Apparently, she's now an independent distributor of her own music. Apparently, her music career ain't going the way it needs to go. And as an independent, she's going to struggle more than likely because she's being replaced. I don't know what her age is, but I know a lot of young women are doing pretty much the same thing she came in doing. And uh, she's getting older now. She's hitting the wall. Hypergamy floats. It is what it is. This is where they misuse their hypergamy. So instead of saying, okay, I'll clean my image up, she says, I'm going to join OnlyFans, all right? So she's going to have to sell some puss. Here we go, right? Well, she won't have to, but she'll have to go that way to survive. I'm about to have to start an OnlyFans. It's a high-guard production. We're independent. Y'all need to run it up and go as crazy as possible because we're doing it by ourselves. I'm going to drop the CD book. Somebody said, you better drop that CD book. I'm going to. I'm going live from one of my team members' <laughs> phone. And her dad keeps blowing up her phone, so I'm about to pass it back to her. Lula? Lula? I I don't think we need to hear more of this. I was surprised that she did not have one. I didn't even know where she came from. I thought she was an internet model to begin with, and then she became a musician. But, of course, I could have my information wrong. So I think she was popularized by men first. I don't think women were following her like that first. I think men were fascinated by her. I don't see the fascination by her, just to be honest. 
she is beyond not my type. All right. I don't see nothing attractive about her. All right. Nothing. There's nothing that I look at her. Anytime I see her, I haven't seen one good photo of her. And I think I did. I can, I'll take it back. I seen one good photo. Then I found out it was her. And I was like, damn. All right. But but she does have an audience. The audience are many destructive men who uh, who make their women become obese and say they like it. All right. But that's neither here nor there. I'm surprised she doesn't have an OnlyFans. All right, but the guys that were having to support this OnlyFans because she's in a bind, this is in a bind. She's certainly in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. And now she has to push music, I'm sorry, videos and content, which is not going to be X-rated. It's going to have some protections against it. Some men are going to buy it. And then now she's pushing that after talking shit about you, after putting Tory Lanez in jail, after creating these controversies, after living debaucherously. Now she's going to have to do this Form of prostitution. I don't care what you say. This is what it is. In fact, I'll show you a video that nothing's changed. She's doing what old prostitutes used to do. Let me, let me show you proof. Let me show you proof. All right. For the people who, for the old people who watch my show, do you remember this? Let's take a look. Fair, fair use. Right, we could do without the music. All right, so this is a penny-operated mechanical peep show. I know a lot of guys think what OnlyFans is is new, and you think simps are paying for OnlyFans. Ninja men been paying to look at pictures of naked women. Little accident right there for a long time. Right here is a peep show machine. This is the this is just caught up. Modern technology has caught up. Now you don't have to go to a peep show machine. You could just take your little phone and there's the penny. And now you can go see some booty. All right. Mm. <laughs> right here. Ninja, this is OnlyFans in the 1930s. All right. There it is right there. You got your little penny and you got your little peep show. And then they close it up right there. Ninja, ain't nothing. <laughs> ain't nothing changed but the date on the calendar. So now you got the modern day peep show right here. This is all it is. And then just need they little fix. All right, need the ninjas need they little fix. This is all OnlyFans is. Stop getting your panties in a bunch, ninja. We always been paying for pictures, ninja. Even the first, even before cameras, ninja artists would go find a woman and paint her naked. All right, ninjas would come in, look at they fat stomach, cherub women. All right, with they titties out and they pink nipples. All right, ninja been doing that for a long time. Look at this artist. He's a fantastic artist. He's painted this cherub. Very, very nicely. Look at her. Boy, them areolas is pink. All right, Ninja been, Ninja been doing this for a long time, Ninja. Now, I don't promote it. I'm just saying what it is. And this woman's in a bind. She didn't hit the wall. She's hit the artistic wall. She's hit the artistic wall. This is why hypergamy is good. Because the women who double down on hypergamy, on steroids, they will realize they're going to hit a wall. And then they're going to start doing desperate things. Now, she's announcing this in desperation because she needs the help to fund her music projects, okay? <laughs> but this is where we're at. So she exercised her hypergamy and ran out of time. And she, then didn't, she didn't realize that what, what women don't realize is the longer you exercise hypergamy, the more competition you let on the playing field. So a woman that's 22 says, nah, I'm going to double down to hypergamy. And then she keeps going. Then she's 25. Oh, no, this ain't it. 
She'll get married and divorce and then come back out here. Uh, I still got some worth. But now you're 32, right? And that's you. But guess what's behind you? See, when you were 22, there wasn't much behind you. There wasn't that many competition, right? You still young. You had an advantage. But now you're 32. Guess who behind you? Every woman that's about to walk across the stage, graduation tomorrow. All right, they behind you right now. As a matter of fact, let me show you this real quick. All right, you got you got mad competition behind you <laughs> coming back, and, and they about to hit your neck. You got every 18-year-old, and I don't care how much you try to shame men, you got every 18-year-old behind you. Where's that? Where's that thing I was going to show you here? Okay, I guess I don't have it up. All right, but um, you got every 18-year-old woman up to 32 on your neck, and this is what Megan Thee Stallion is going to experience. Because who do you have behind you? I'm going to just name some names that are in her echelon. Uh, Koi Ray, Icy Spicy, uh, Sexy Red, Suki Hana, Cardi B. All right, um, any young broad coming up? Any young broad coming up? Right? She got all of them. Now, five years ago, maybe 10 years ago, you didn't have that much comp. But now you got a whole bunch of women, 18 to 25, they in. They on your neck. I, I would pay, it, it, let's just say I was paying. If I see, if I had a choice, and I'm going to look at a woman, if let's just say this is it, yeah, you have Lotto. If I had a choice and you put, you put Icy Spicy or Meg the Stallion, which one are you going to put your penny on, coach? I'm going to go with Icy Spicy. <laughs> All right. I'm not going for old ass Megan the Stallion. She's been around for 10 years. I'd be like, nah, hell no. It's crazy. It's just too easy. But this is what happens when, you, yep, Chloe Bailey. So they exercise hypergamy. This is why hypergamy is good for men. Because as this happening to her, she's going to hit the wall. The wall of competition. The wall of desperation. She's going to double down on hypergamy, and then she's going to run into a wall. And then she's going to be like, and that's hey, you. come help me. Come help me. Come over here. Come, come help me with my projects. This is going to be a loss. Mm. It's going to be a loss. This is why hypergamy works for you. You got way too much. Yeah, CGA was a munch with that penny. I'm only paying a penny, though. I'm only paying a penny. But you see why my hypergamy is good. All right, uh, most of the time, women can't control it. It's out of control. And then they double down on stupid decisions, and then they, in desperation, they'll come back, and they'll be like, hey, what's going on, guys? What's up right here? And they'll be like, why do I have to work? I am sexy. Yeah, I am Ruby sexy. Rose, uh, who, are, who I dissed, they're Glorilla. There's way too much competition out here. And if a guy's going to pay, like, I'm like, where's Meg the Stallion on the list here? That's way, what's the one girl's name? I was going to show her uh, alleged receipts. The one girl, uh, uh, what's her name? I can't remember her name. But uh, Cash Me Outside girl. The Cash Me Outside girl. SZA. I mean, that's too much competition. But they're not going to acknowledge that. And then what they'll do is when you say, I'm going to go for Icy Spicy. Then they say, oh, you're a, you're a, you're a metaphile. Why you like them young women? Yep, city girls. Gosh, dang. You guys are naming people that I forgot. There's way too much competition. I actually talked about her. The woman that quit. Yep. I talked about her. It's, it's just part of the game. Because, yes, you got to keep up. And, guys, content, only fit, women's content creation is what I call lazy content creation. Like, women don't have to do what I do. Like, 
you know, I have to do hours and hours and hours and come up with, you know, I have to have graphics and I have to come up with formatting my show. I have to entertain and tap dance and be serious. And I have to do all these things to keep people's attention. Women's content most likely boils down to one video and the video could be less than 15 seconds. Somewhere between eight and seven seconds. You ever be on Instagram and their suggestion box comes up, you'll click on it, click on the video. I guarantee you that video ain't longer than 15 seconds. But it has a lot of people's attention, and they can parlay, parlay that 15 seconds of content into more content that just boils down to pictures and stupid videos, right? There's nothing behind it. It's just titties and ass and goofy stuff, and much of the content is not worth it. In fact, the free content probably stimulated you more than the Content you about to pay for. But it's lazy. It requires not a lot of work or effort. It requires not a lot of equipment. Very little editing. You really don't need to have it be edited. You don't even care. You're like just. All right. So it's super duper easy. But again. I'm not complaining. But that's what they do. And why women have no game. We're closer to the main event. Why women have no game. First of all. I guess this goes together, but let's give you an update on this one. And this is the Icelandic women, the Viking daughters, the Viking daughters that went on strike last week. I'm going to give you an update. 100,000 women went on strike Tuesday in Iceland to demand gender equality. The entire population is 370,000. So they said a third of their population or so or almost more than a quarter of their population went on strike. And what the strike was supposed to show was a day without women. They're saying that the population of the women that were so, it was so um, much of a, much of their population that the economy was going to crash that day, essentially. Now here's an update of what actually happened. So 100,000 women went on strike today in Iceland to demand gender equality. The entire population is 370,000. So over 25% of the population went on strike. And I have some crazy news for you. The economy did not come to a stop and it continued as normal. The only memo I got was that HR departments were getting no complaints for the, the 24 hours <laughs> the women were on strike. And um, men were writing that they were really sorry women didn't get gender equality. But I heard uh, one CEO said it was nice to finally get some sh** done, end quote. Those are great numbers. I am uh, <laughs> astonished. What a shock. What a oh, shock. What a shock. that. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. You know, stuff like that happens. You know, they could do this in the United States. They were like, now we can finally work. Shit. <laughs> the HR department didn't get as many complaints. The HR department would be out of business. Ninja, now we got some shit done. Now that these girls are out of the office, let's get some shit done, man. Hey, I love it, man. Shout out to them for bringing that truth, man. <laughs> Ninjas is like, shit, Ninja, now we can keep our meetings down to 15 minutes. All right, it's an epic fail, man. The economy didn't crash. Ninja work got done. We didn't get distracted. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So 100,000 women went on strike today in Iceland to demand gender equality. The entire population is 370,000. 
So over 25% of the population went on strike and I have some crazy news for you. The economy did not come to a stop and it continued as normal. The only memo I got was that HR departments were getting no complaints for the, the 24 hours that the women were on strike. And um, men were writing that they were really sorry women didn't get gender equality. But I heard uh, one CEO said it was nice to finally get some sh** done, end quote. Those are great numbers. I am uh, <laughs> astonished. Ninja, you can be efficient. We can finally, somebody said, we can finally tell dirty jokes. You know what I mean? We can finally be ourselves. We don't have to look over our shoulder. And can I say this real quick? <laughs> it just can be like... <laughs> And who would have thought any different? Who would have thought any different? Let's go into the next one here. Um, uh, women have no game. Let's talk about this woman here. This is a young woman, and she doesn't know why she doesn't have a boyfriend. Of course, she's going to take us on a journey as to why she might not have a boyfriend. She sounds like an introvert, but maybe something else is up here. No guy has ever showed interest in me. I've never been in a relationship. I didn't even have my first kiss until I was 19 years old. I've only ever experienced failed talking stages and very weird situationships. However, when I first moved to New York a few months ago, a guy stopped me in the middle of the street and asked me to dance with him. And then he proceeded to ask me on a date. I did make a video on this, but never followed up on how the date went and how the experience was. And that's because the date was not good. I repeat, it wasn't good. However, as I was going for my run this morning, quick sidebar because I get a lot of questions on this, I've been running in the Brooks Ghost Max as of lately. Anywho, as I was running, I began to think about that date and how it was a character building moment and because of that i should try to put myself out there and go out on a few more dates but here's the issue i feel weird and awkward around all guys i don't know how to talk to them let alone i don't know how to meet them but truthfully i feel like i'm in a good place to actually start dating however i don't want to get on any dating apps i want to meet dudes organically so welcome to episode one of chase trying to meet a man so i started my day with the run where i decided to wear the ultimate rizzed up shoe the brooks ghosties and as i was jogging and huffing and puffing and stomping on the ground i attempted to make eye contact with any and all potential suitors However, that didn't do anything, so I made my way home, showered, got ready for the day, and then I went to a coffee shop where I attempted to flag down and make eye contact yet again with any and all potential men. Let's say I make eye contact with someone I find attractive. Will I go up to them? Absolutely not. I fear that. I mainly fear a potentially awkward conversation and or rejection. I hate both of those things, so I avoid them, obviously. Anyways, after I sat at this coffee shop for way too long, I realized I wasn't gonna bag anyone. So I decided to call it quits and headed home, but let me know if you guys have any recommendations on how to properly meet a guy, because I don't know what to do. Nope. <sighs> First of all, she got way too much energy for me, but she's somewhat funny to some people here, I'm sure. But as you can see, she very much made very little effort. I mean, she went out with her yoga outfit and her leggings. And why do they tuck their socks in their leggings now? These young women, this is despicable. I want to see some ankles and some feet. Put some sandals on. All right. Um, <laughs> people are acknowledging the fact that she might be lesbian. I mean, that's the thing that she might not know. And uh, I'm sure we do, we do have a lot of lesbians that watch my show. They probably could see the signs right away. That woman is a lesbian. All right. But that might, I'm just maybe assuming. She'd probably be a good one, too. She'd be a good lick and low lover. And I know a bunch of lesbians is like, bitch, I'll turn her out. I turn around, Delta Fox, let me know. All right, Delta Fox is looking at her like, fresh turnout. And of course, she did say, I didn't have any game. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to guys. Now, here's the thing. This woman been getting ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. All right, this woman has gotten her cheeks clapped, crazy clapped. 
And uh, you can see she's de- very aggressive. And, you know, some people might like that. But uh, not I. So she's kind of a mix of kind of a goofy uh, character at the same time. Plain Jane at the same time masculine and and kind of awkward. And you don't know that a lot of women are like this. There are a lot of women that are like this. A ton. And so they'll never approach you. They'll barely give you a sign. They'll barely try. And the effort that they give, they say, why, why no man approach me type shit, all right? Uh, uh-oh, she got her back out here, all right? And you can tell all those uh, moles and whatnot. But, I mean, look, come on, man. Is this trying? I mean, she basically went out like Master Splinter here. I mean, she basic, basic bitch. But she needs to make more of an effort than this. And the entitlement that men are just going to jump up in there, ninjas will jump in there. But, uh, you know. I mean, she foldable. She just going to get cheeks clapping. I'm going to move on the minute she starts talking. But this is where this is how much game women have. This isn't much effort. <laughs> Jesus. This is how much effort. Why don't I have a boyfriend? Oh, my gosh. And not only that, man, she could turn it down a little bit. She could turn it down just a little bit. Why don't guys like me? Well, you're masculine. Well, what does that mean? You can't handle a woman like me. Somebody needs to handle me. No, I'm not handling nothing. All right, no, no. You, what you about to get is instruction. I mean, this is trying. This is trying to get your cheeks clapped. That's all you about to try. You just going to try to get me to clap your cheeks. That's it. And then after I bust, I'm probably going to skedaddle. I, I mean, I might, I might come back for seconds. And I'm not going to make a whole bunch of effort to talk to you. That you I'm going to try once. Soon as you look at me with that awkward, awkward, goofy ass look, it's a wrap. All right. Soon as you make me uh, try to make a conversation with you, it's over. Right. Th- and, but this woman is the type of woman that wants to control. Uh, have you? Have you? <laughs> she's a character. You got to come up with all the conversation because she wants to lean back on. I'm awkward and I don't know what to say. But a lot of guys just see that as, uh, yes, this is definitely some lesbian. That, there's the awkward conversation. You would walk up to her. Hey, how you doing, sunshine? Uh, uh, awkwardly looking at you. Don't know what to say back. No game back. She will act like she's not interested. She will disqualify you, or you'll just be like, okay, maybe she's not interested. Walk away. Then jump on the internet and say why she can't. Find a man. Now, here's the other thing that's happening here that why women don't have game and they find themselves by themselves. All right. The other thing is when they're saying this, they're actually misleading men. They're actually misleading men. So you'll see it and you'll be like, honey, I'll take you just like that. Most 60% of men will take her. Even though we're talking shit, 60% of men will be like, I'll take it. Looked up and down, said, hmm, I'll take her. Look at this. Oh, my God. That's what she's going to do when you walk up. Yeah, there's some quirky bitches out here. What she means to say, what she means to say is that the type of men that she would want to date don't talk to her. The type of men that she would want to date don't talk to her. That's what she means to say. And that's what every woman means to say. When she says, there's nobody out there for me. I can't find a man. I guess I'm going to be single because I'm awkward and blah, 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 blah. What she means to say is the type of man I want don't talk to me. 
and don't carry on a conversation. She is eliminating 80% of men right off the rip. And this is hypergamy. This is why we say hypergamy is good. This woman should be settling at some particular point, right? But she doesn't because she's been alpha widowed and chatted out. She's been skeeted down her esophagus by chads. So that's what she means to say. The man I deserve don't talk to me or approach me, and I don't know what to say back. That's what she means to say because we, we experienced this in high school. No guy likes me. And then you were like, I like you. Honey, watch this. Who was this guy in high school? <laughs> There's no guys out there for me. No guys like me. I can't find a guy. Nobody's asking me out for prom. Nobody asked me out for homecoming. And you're sitting there like, my fair maiden, my dear, pretty brown eyes. Your, your chariot awaits. I propose to you. Nobody asked you for homecoming? Wow. Here I am. I'm yours. Baby, I'm yours. If you want me. Baby, I'm yours if you need me. No one, I'm here. I'm your guy. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for a girl like you. Here I am. Wait no longer. She look at your monkey ass like. What? I said nobody. I didn't mean, I said nobody asked me out for prom. I didn't mean yo goofy ass. <laughs> I don't mean losers. I didn't mean ninjas like you. I didn't mean short midget ass, ball headed ass ninjas. I didn't mean yo goofy dad bod having ass. I didn't mean yo no job having ass. I didn't mean broke ninjas like you. I said nobody. <laughs> You'd be like, oh shit, oh. Hey. <laughs> you like oh thank you i i guess i misunderstood what you were talking about here i feel bad for myself <laughs> right, <anyway. laughs> right who remembers that we all went through that we all went through that we went through that through middle school high school college all the way through up adulthood i can't find a guy here I am, fair maiden. Not you. Oh, Jesus. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. It's crazy, man. Not your crusty, rusty, dusty ass ninja. Look at your ankles. Look at your ankles. Look like you've been kicking flour for a living. Damn, your knees rusty. God damn, you dusty. Look at your car. Oh, my Lord. Not even you. You broke ninja. Jesus. You munch. Hell no. And that's you. <laughs> Ninja, you ain't got your whole place. You still live with your mama ass, Ninja. God damn. Ninja, but I said nobody. I didn't mean just anything. <laughs> You're like, well. But uh, anyway, this is what women are talking about. So don't be misled with the idea that they can't find anyone. And they're awkward and socially awkward. At the same time, this woman that, uh, that we saw. Oh, I found the slide that I was looking for. The same woman that says that is also saying this right here, and uh, she's doing this. I haven't had no sex 
She ain't had no sex, so it's time. Same woman. She going to run and go get some. Yeah. She gone. She gone. <laughs> Same woman that said they can't find no man running to go get some from Deacon Clap Cheeks, Ninjas, Pookies, Ray Rays, Drug Dealers, Sneaky Links, Ninjas. All right, they going to get some. So don't believe these women out here on the internet talking about, I can't find a guy. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. All right, this is all hogwash. They be getting their tonsils buttered out here. Let's move on here. Yeah, let's move on. All right, uh, here's another situation of women that have no game. All right, we're going to go right here. We got another master splinter in the house. Here we go right here. Quick question. Where are we meeting the men that actually want to date and be in a relationship? Because it's not the dating apps. It's not. It's not the coffee shops. I've been trying that. I've been trying that for a while now. Definitely not the bars. Not at my age, because they're all like 21, 22. So they definitely don't want to be in a relationship. And I definitely do not want to be a cougar. Nothing wrong with that. Just not my type. I, again, tend to go about 8 to 10 years older than me. I found out even those don't want to date for a relationship. Even they are still figuring things out. Yeah, they are. So where are we meeting the ones that want to date and be in a relationship? That want to date to eventually get into a relationship? It's not that these men are still figuring. We ain't going to let her talk. All right. Get off my screen, but we'll give you some shine another time. All right, she got a large, large following. Let's let's deal back with this Millie Mouth girl right here. All right, um, where are the men? This is hypergamy, right? This is hypergamy. So where are the men that want to date and or get married? Where are the where are we meeting these guys? Where they're at? So they act like <laughs> these women act like they ain't been outside at all. Where do I find the men? So she's exercising her hypergamy on a small percentage of guys. She cannot find out where any of these guys are. Dating app, she's tried. Instagram, social media, nightclub, bars, school, work, all of these things, outside, running errands. But then we'll put up all of these blockades. I don't meet guys from clubs and nightclubs and bars. I don't date guys that I work with. Sexual harassment. All right, you're in my class. I don't date guys from this school because all guys from my school suck. Okay? Not, nope, nope, nope. You in the passenger side of your best friend's ride? No. No, don't honk your horn at me. No. No, don't approach me in a parking lot or in a dark corner. No. All right? She start putting all these roadblocks and flares. All right? Don't approach me. Don't talk to me. You see me walking. I'm busy. Don't talk. So then she puts up here, no, I don't date friends, nobody from my church. Then they're like, where are all these guys at? What happened? Where did all the men go? Right? I can't seem to find them. Where are they hiding? Where are the guys that want to get married right now? Where are they at? Now, you can't tell me. This woman ain't never been able to find a guy that has any of these interests in her. Then she said eight to ten years older. This woman looks, she looks like early 30s, all right? But she's probably built like she's in her mid to late 20s. So she looks a little neotinous here. But that hair thinning out up top, baby, she looking like me up there with that chrome dome. Yeah, white girls' hair be thinning out. You guys got to know that. Sometimes when they on their knees, you'll see it, all right? This be a lot of bald spots, a lot of, because they got thin-ass hair, all right? But she about to uh, thin out up top. 
right? She's over-exercising hypergamy, which is a good thing because she's also realizing, uh, you're also realizing that she's exercised bad judgment. She's probably slept around. She probably even did some coca or some heroin. We actually had a woman uh, display these signs the other day. She over-exercised her hypergamy. Thus, now she's allowed more competition and or she's made a lot of bad decisions to the point where she doesn't even know where to meet a man now. And the man that she needs to fit into her little her little uh, box also has options himself. So she's just hoping that the, these guys that are 8 to 10 years older than her, which would make them, I would say, around late 30s to early 40s, she's just thinking they're sitting around waiting for a woman like her. Now, here's the problem. You overplayed your hand. This is why hypergamy is good, because as you build yourself, gentlemen, you will find that you would have married her when you were 22. You would have begged her to be with her when you were 25. But now at 35, 38 and 40, you got all you got more options. Not only that, you have experience. You've been married and divorced. Potentially, you actually figured out women. You actually have more better things to do than to just jump into a marriage and a relationship. So she's targeting men, assuming that late 30s and early 40s, they don't have shit to do. Hey, we got options now. We got options at 30, late 30s and early 40s. We don't have to go for this. This is she overplayed her hand. Now she has no game. Where to meet you now? Where, where do you mean where to meet? Where do I meet top tier, high value men? <laughs> Ninja, I can buy you five times over. And plus, once I sample the, the Pudusi, I'm already going to know that you ain't worth it. So this is what's happening to her. She's targeting men like that, trying to target winners and champions, but thinking that they're still young and dumb. Uh, this is no game. If a woman says, I don't know where to meet men that qualify for her, she's no game. She got no game. Everybody knows where to meet these guys. And ladies, if you want to find out, I'll let you know. But this simple way to meet them. Now, you'll meet them, but what can you do with them? You probably don't have much leverage. Most of them are still married. That's number one. But then you have even the married ones will fornicate with you. So that's the other part of it. Men that age that are champions got multiple women's options as options. Multiple. And most of them don't have a lot of time to fool around with your goofy ass. So... You'll meet them where you need to meet them, but they ain't got time to be reeled in by your manipulation, right? By your, oh, I'm just looking, dating potential, I want to get married soon. Now that her egg's about to dry up like the Sahara Desert, now she want to rush your ass to the altar. Yeah. And that's you. And then eliminate 98% of men right off the top. So these guys aren't young and dumb. They actually probably value their money. They probably actually building. They're probably building on the way to building up. They're on this arc. I call it the arc. Right here, they're on this arc, a trajectory of becoming a winner. And then here you want to do is just plug into that guy. Let me plug into you. So it's kind of one of those things that uh, you see them. This is because they overplayed hypergamy and then they don't have any game. All right, so the game is killing them. Let's go with this woman right here. I think this woman is going to make a point on this one. And then we'll talk about the main event. I'm going to catch up on Super Chats. All right. Rules for dating. Here we go. I can't wait to hear this. If you're dating me, I'm your best girlfriend. That's it. Period. I'm your best girlfriend and I should be. Number two, I am happy to split things 50-50 or in proportion to our income. Don't fight with me in public. 
disagree with me at home. Tell me what you wanted to tell me out in public at home. Going along with the last one, other people should not know intimate details about a relationship. You are not sharing those things with your friends. If I tell you something makes me uncomfortable, you can ask me why, but you better stop. There better be no discussion whether or not you stop, but you can ask why. <laughs> Lastly, if we're dating, you better have the intention to marry me. Otherwise, I won't waste my time. Let me know if you agree with this or if you would do the same thing. Oh, sheesh. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Now. Let's just talk about it. Is she attractive? Check. Does she have pretty eyes? Check. I like her hair? Check. She's good looking? Check. She's she's going to American Chunky, though. I'm going to tell you this. She's going to overplay her hand. She's getting chunky around the neck. All right? As soon as they start getting chunky around the neck, you already know where this is going. She's going to pull the fat grenade as soon as she get pregnant. You put one baby in her, she's going to gain 70 pounds and not pull it off. All right, so we already know she built she built for she built for breeding. All right, this is a breeder right here. It's a breeder. Now she got way too much attitude to be talking like this. Way too much. Now I I appreciate you that she's setting her standards and she knows what she wants, but she's trending towards into into twenties right here. This woman is not in her. I would say she's about twenty eight, maybe thirty, but she talking way too much. She's talking way too much about all of this and all of that. And you better and you better. Bruh, you better? I mean, I appreciate her standards. This is going to be overplaying her hand. She's going to overplay her man, her hand right into what this woman was talking about. Then she's going to be looking like this woman. Why no man want to date me? Yeah. This is not how you're going to win them over. And uh, she's talking like she's 22. She's talking like she's 22. Bitch, you about to be 32. So you better. And that's you. Is <laughs> right. Um, it, it is what it is. So I don't understand what she's trying to figure out there. She's trying to figure it out, but I, I appreciate her standards, but she, she's losing leverage by the moment, by the day. And not only that, she's n not going to be as trainable. You got to be able to train her to shut her mouth. Talking about you better. And, of course, the guys that qualify for her, she thinks you can say, you better do this, you better do that. Ay, ay, ay. And that's out of control. It's out of control. She's a good-looking girl, but, hey, good-looking ain't enough out here. Let's talk about this real quick. We do have one more, but she, this does, this does have music in it. I think we're ready for the main event. How about that? We're going to do this. going to do this. All right. I got to catch up on some contributions, though. Maybe take a little leak. MC Hamster. Oh, I shot out. I, I skipped over some people. Mm-hmm. Coochie Crook King Kong. I think I acknowledge you, but I'm going to acknowledge you again. Anesthesia Boss New York Coach. A lot of these alternative lifestyle pumps are doing background checks these days. <laughs> they are. That's sad. Age of Machines is in the building. What did you have to offer us today? If affluent married men have to go to brothels to get laid, what does that say about the men's wives? Show me a relationship where a man's needs are met. Men want to get some, so where do they go? Well, I'm, 
I don't want to keep reiterating or repeating. But if you want sex and intimacy as a man, do not get married. That's where you're least likely going to get it. <laughs> now, if you're a guy that really has no options, the amount of sex and intimacy that you're going to get in marriage will frustrate you, but you'll accept it. But for the most part, even in places like Japan, wives kind of look away from husbands that go fulfill their needs with the women of the night, okay? They, they kind of accept it because they, they don't want to do it. They're like, hey, if that's what he needs to do to get his rocks off. But if you, I'm, I'm trying to help you men, if you want sex and intimacy and you say, I'm going to get married for it. I'm just going to tell you, you're going to be frustrated, okay? <laughs> you're going to be disappointed. And this is generally, there are exceptions to the rule. You're going to end up having to forget your needs met somewhere else. Like, you're going to have to jerk off. You will. Because the six to eight times you might get it from your wife, you're going to work hard for it. And then the second part is you're going to be more, you're going to want more. You're probably going to tend to want more. So women typically are going to give you six to eight times a month. But you're going to be horny 28 out of 30 days, more like 30 out of 31. So do the math. You're going to maybe want it or be interested in it or aroused 30 days out of the month. She, on the other hand, might be, you might get affection six to eight times out of that month. Do the math. Where is the other days going to, where are the other days where your needs are going to be met? You're not getting it 30 days. Let's just say it right now. You're not getting it. And the six to eight times you get it will be lazy and lethargic. And you will have, have to put in a whole day's worth of work, possibly a week of not pissing her off. If we take into consideration a woman bleeds, more likely if she has a regular schedule ovulation period, she's going to be bleeding like a stuffed pig or at least spotting for five to seven of those days. Five to seven. There's going to be some days where she's experiencing discomfort. So add those days in. That gives you 10. And let's talk about if she's sick, diarrhea, she has an infection, a yeast infection, a, 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 a what did they call it? A, 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 what did they call it? A urinary tract infection. You add three days on for that. She has an infection like a disease or she's sick. Three days for that. You done already took off 15 days that you could possibly be intimate just living with her. Then when she feels bloated, busy, sweating, it's hot, it's too cold, Ninja, that's 20 days. You ain't getting no puss, just on GP. Then when she's ovulating, she's going to be more interested in it because this is what nature has designed her to do. She's become more interested round ovulation period because she's most likely going to be pregnant. Let's just say you're trying to have a baby. You're probably going to get more sex around ovulation period. So then you'll get more, but that's for a purpose. She's just like, hurry up and 
bust inside of me. The days she don't feel good, if she's depressed, if she's hung over, if she's busy going on brunch, dates with her friend, family outings, ninja, it's 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 just too easy. What what it is is I'm just telling you, it's not just because they're women and they're evil and they're manipulating you. That does happen. But you, on the other hand, you see why men go get their meat fixed outside of marriage. They're more likely to be doing this activity than even single men. All <laughs> right. Yep. If she feels if she feels like she's too fat. I mean, there's a whole bunch of reasons why you ain't about to get none. You got young children and they drove her crazy. She didn't have time to take a shower. And then six of the eight times you're going to get it, it's going to be stanking. And then she ain't even shave her legs. She ain't even shave her legs. So you're going to be prickly around the legs when she wraps, wrap them legs around you, wrap them big ass cankles around you. And then as you age up, it's, it, it is what it is. So I'm just letting you know, this is the reality of this. The read this, the most realistic period, right? This, yes, she's on a period. This is the most realistic portrayal. Do not get it through your mind that you're going to get married and you're going to have a whole bunch of sex. It's not true. You're going to be frustrated probably half the month. And she's going to know you're frustrated. Yep, I'm tired. She's going to know you're frustrated and she might play into that if she's manipulative. Oh, and by the way, you ain't going to get no sloppy toppy either. All right, she might kiss the top of your head and say, is that enough? Was that good? Okay, my neck and jaw hurting. All right, and then she going to go to laying down on her back like a Carl's Jr. star. You're going to jump on top of her, pumps in a bump, and then bust, roar, snore, sleep. She going to be pissing, going back, watching The Bachelor afterwards. It's going to be. <laughs> so I'm just letting men know right up front. Letting you know right up front. This is how it happens, how men end up going to find intimacy somewhere else. <laughs> and this isn't just what my experience this is overwhelmingly most married men's experience this isn't just talking from my perspective all right is this enough my jaw starting to hurt <laughs> but ninjas and and if you're a guy that is in the 60 percent of below you'll live your life out like this You'll live your life out like this. Every now and then, you'll go to take out Thursday, go get you a Ling Ling and a massage, come back home, because you know you ain't getting Nathan. Mm. <laughs> All right, anyway, if anybody wants to believe that I'm lying about this, I'll let you come up and try to prove me wrong, but you can't use your own anecdotal evidence. We are basing our scenario off of what happens generally in marriages, generally. There's exceptions to the rules on both ends. Some men are getting none. None. Don't even think of asking your wife. Matter of fact, there's a couple, a prominent couple. I might talk about this later. They live, they live separately. They're married, though. They're older, but they live separately. He has his own place. They, they, they live in the same building, but they live in separate uh, living in dwellings. And they see each other and they go. <laughs> All right, anyway, I'm here to, I'm here to help young guys because I wish somebody would have told my ass. I wish somebody would have told me. And believe me, brothers, if you get, if you get the opposite of what I'm telling you, you lucked out. All right, anyway, MC Hamster says Pete Rose still not in the Hall of Fame. Nope. 
Derek Choice, these female celebrities have to compete with the younger female Twitch streamers that funnel their fans through their to their OnlyFans. You're absolutely right. One streamer showed she was making 600000 to $2 million a month from her OnlyFans, and this is a fact. And this is why Megan Thee Stallion's probably not going to fare well, is because the amount of funneling she's going to do is going to be low. She thinks your name is going to be enough, and it will. It'll be enough. She'll make a bag. But then what you'll find out is that, yes, these Twitch streamers, they stream all day, eight hours a day, constantly funneling their uh, uh, their fans to their content. Megan Thee Stallion will have none of that. And she'll just ride her name out and then eventually hit a lot of podcasters. Uh, this is actually uh, Bad Baby, Bad Baby, showing her receipts of her OnlyFans income in 2021, and it amounted to $40 million. So she's showing her actual inventory here, as you see. But $18 million in April here. And guys, kill the conversation about simps. Simps are pro- Guys, I already showed you that this is nothing new. All right, this is nothing new. This is nothing new than what we've experienced before. I'll show you right here again. Guys, uh, men are going to pay to see booty. <laughs> it's gonna, they always paid, whether it was a penny, where it was a nickel, a dime, a quarter, a peep show, a movie, prawn. All right, ain't nothing new under the sun, ninja. Married men, single, goofy, not goofy, player, Matt, pimp, it don't matter. It don't matter. You guys need to move past that old Neanderthal-ass, basic, elementary-ass red pill conversation. The simps are propping them up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, ninja. Ninjas go do what they got to do to see some booty. Ninja, put their eyes in the peep show machine and drop a penny in there. Ninja, they last, last rusty-ass penny. Anyway, so it is what it is. Ninja, you can't do nothing about it, and you ain't going to stop it trying to shame ninjas about doing what they want to do. Let them do what they want to do. What you going to do? It ain't your money. <laughs> All right, but uh, it is what it is. But uh, I'm just letting you know, man, uh, it's going to be hard competition for that woman. Shout out to Brown 310. Shout out to the ladies on Highway 304. All right. Ninjas trying to accept. Ninja's trying to do something like they ain't like, like Ninja's trying to uh talk about it like they um like they gonna do something about it. What you gonna do? Nothing. You gonna shut down OnlyFans? Nope. You gonna bring your sword out? Nope. You gonna chop Simp's head off? All right. Nope. nope. You ain't gonna do nothing. All right, shout out to Dr. Thunder says calling us dusty and then needing us. This is the 304 rap. Yep. All right, so Megan Thee Stallion was a a, a strong independent woman. And I don't need, and then coming back, hey, man, we're going to start up my OnlyFans. Who going to buy her OnlyFans? The ninjas who she criticized in her music. That's who. <laughs> That's who she trying to sell to. All the men that she criticized and ridiculed and all of that. So it is what it is. I mean, these women exercise hypergamy to an extent that they paint themselves into a corner. It's disastrous. But as you get older, it's more comedy. When you're younger and frustrated, it's frustrating. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Anyway, at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. Shout out to Mr. Anthony Elite. Hey, coach, I think modern women are the last of their kind. 
The more the population decreases and the more the U.S. starts wars and men not getting married, the government will have no problem telling women what to do with their bodies and giving them the Reverend X in the process, more than likely. More than likely. Well, the government already dictates what women do. So um, they're already in this position. People are like, what do you mean, coach? The government dictates what women do? What that mean? Uh, yeah, women can't do anything but let the government dictate what they do. So they're also always, you know, um, you know, they're already limited to what the government can um, to give them limitations. Section 8, early terminations of pregnancy. Um, the government already gives them public school, these public fool indoctrination camps. Um, women take their marching orders from there. Goofy-ass failed feminists that become teachers. They take their marching orders from them. Girl, don't settle down. You need to go out there. Yo, their mama is on government benefits and the government limitations. Their mama tells these women what to do and they go for it because they, you know, women don't trust men. Women don't trust men and men do violate. So we have to understand that. Women got child support government. I mean, they're, they're literally under the thumb of the government by being independent. And then when that runs out and they kind of losing their leverage there, and the people take advantage of them, they run back to perceived weaker men that they can And that's you. That they can dominate. And this is what this woman's doing here. Um, she's looking at perceived weaker men. She's talking to weak men. This woman right here. Remember, you better do this. Listen, listen. My rules if you're dating me. I'm your best girlfriend. That's it. Period. I'm your best girlfriend. And I should be. Number two, I am happy to split things 50-50 or in proportion to our income. All right, so th this woman's talking to weak men. Let's just get this shit straight right now. Now, who she ain't talking to, let me play this clip right here. I'm going to tell you who she ain't talking to. She ain't talking to these ninjas that she banged out in high oh school and shit like this. Hold up for a second. Right here. Your garden is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh, really? Oh my God, that's where I was. I lived in South Central LA. That's what it was. So that you're guarded is because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Oh, really? Oh my God, that's only dated drug dealers. Oh, really? When I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. Because when I was in high school, I only dated drug dealers. <laughs> that's who she ain't talking about. All right. And we have to understand that that's how they exist. <laughs> that's how they exist. <laughs> Yo. Ninja, so this woman talking to the same what this this woman talking to weak men. Don't fight with me in public. Disagree with me at home. Tell me what you wanted to tell me out in public at home. Going along with the last one, other people should not know intimate details about our relationship. You are yep. not sharing those things with your friends. Uh you man, if a woman ever talked to me like this, I'ma tell you, ladies, ninja, she ain't talking to no man with no masculinity in her body. If I tell you something makes me uncomfortable. You can ask me why, but you better stop. Oh, my Lord. You better. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. <laughs> Next caller. <laughs> you out of your cotton picking mind. Mm. Man, they talking to weak men. 
My man says, coach has the codes. I got the, dude, I'm going to tell you right now. I know people don't believe what I tell you on a daily basis. I got this thing on lock. I'm the only one that got this shit on lock. I can tell you what a woman going to say before she say it. I can tell you what she tried to do. I can tell you what she did in her past. I can tell you what you weak ass ninjas did in your past. I am not trying to tell y'all anything to mislead you, brothers. I'm going to tell you what the intent of, I can tell you what the intent of every woman is doing out here. And I can look at a relationship and read these relationships like a book. This shit is crazy. I got this thing down to a science. I makes no mistakes out here. <laughs> right? This the code. If you can believe me or not. But you better be walking on air ass ninja. Shit. All right? There is nothing new up under the sun around here. You can deny me all you want, but ninja, you making a mistake. <laughs> you making a mistake. And these ninjas out here. I got the code on their ass too. I got the file on all of y'all ninjas. I will pull your file, as they used to say, ninja, and pull your whole card at the same time, please. Anyway, Michael R. says, coach these mid-chicks with all they demands on the man they deserve is the equivalent of me going to the Ferrari dealership with 50K a year telling them they, uh, telling them what their car should do for me. It's insanity in literal clown world, clown world. The internet's got people actually believing their BS and completely detached from reality, especially these 304s. Thanks for all that you do. All right, but anyway, man, y'all gonna learn out here. Ain't no game. The, the, the game is all... <laughs> there, there ain't nothing new I ain't seen out here. And there ain't much that a woman could say that's new to me. There ain't nothing a woman that, when, I, when I'm out here, there ain't nothing a woman that can say to me that's new. That I'd be like, really? Nothing. Zip, zero, Robert De Niro out in this mug. Zilch. And I'm not saying that to put them down, but I'm way past that. They ain't got nothing new to say. They ain't got no new tactics, no strategy. They ain't got no new playbook. All right, they be going right to their playbook like, <sighs> All right, let me dust this shit off. Let me get, all right. They got five plays out here. Five plays. Now, you're going to learn. They ain't got nothing new out here. <laughs> right? It's crazy. The only thing they do is they try to find a new man to pull their old tricks on. They got no new tricks. In fact, when you get leverage and options, they got about zero tricks. All they got to do is meow. That's all they got. Put their leg up, and that's it. Hike they leg up. <laughs> they ain't got no audibles. They can't check down or nothing. Yep, no check downs, no audibles, no nothing. All right? <laughs> no look at the coach, no headset. They ain't got nothing. They got zero. They got Guys, they got no game to begin with. Their game is their youth and fertility. Their game is that they're ahead of you on the marketplace when you're young. That's, that's where they got the advantage. Soon as you flip it, they got zero <laughs> to work with. Mm nothing and i'm not saying this to belittle them and i'm not saying that to big up man once you get leverage and options the only thing they got now is a false allegation uh <laughs> that's it let me get some false allegations on this ninja all right anyway oh man it's wild 
All right, shout out to my our head coach, Christian. Uh, says, how are you so on for your shows? You take caffeine or, or something else or exercise a good health? Ninja, I'll be tired after the show. I'm just letting you know, man. Uh, but yesterday, I didn't drink any coffee, and I felt it, Ninja. I took a nap after the show. Plus, my schedule's been off a little bit because I was waiting for a delivery, and it threw me off. They had to come back twice, two days in a row, so I really was off. But that's what it is. Shout out to Josh Finley. Says shout out to you, brother, in the building, man. It is what it is. Yo, yo, yo. We got about two more, and I got to get this show going. Main event time. We got our brother, no government. Oh, KT King says, good morning, CGA. The Incredible Hulk TV series is similar to the free agent lifestyle. A lot of episodes were about women getting into situations that only David Banner's genius and intelligence and the Hulk's presence and brute strength could save them. Yep, so painting themselves into a corner. <laughs> all right, painting themselves into the corner, all right? Yes, that's inevitable. It's inevitable. All right, uh, anyway, what are we doing here? No government name says, if uh, someone can't be with you at your lowest, they don't deserve to be with you at your highest. Most of the XXs aren't, enti- aren't entitled to a top percenter. As for the guys who don't improve because they have a loyal girl, they're betas and never plan on improving. And that's a fact. We're going to talk about that in the hypergamy thing. That's a fact. Guys that be like, well, I got the girl I want. Woo-wee. Ninja, you about to get, oh, I got the girl I want, coach. And you just sit there. Oh, man, you in for a shock. Everybody, anybody that's under 25, 24, and you got your little girlfriend, and your little girlfriend's cool with you, and you don't realize that she's still going to exercise hypergamy against you at some point, and you become content, and you don't improve yourself, you about to, you about to be in for the surprise of your life. You about to be in for the shock of the hour. I'm just letting you know. Let's get to this main event real quick. For the ladies and gentlemen here uh, that are here for this piece of information here, why hypergamy is good. We're going to do anti-manosphere talking points. If you missed it, I'm not led by the manosphere talking points. I make my own damn talking points. Anything you hear me say, if you heard somebody else say it, they might have heard it from me first. I might have heard it from them first. If I say something and you heard it somewhere else by hook or crook, you probably knew they were watching me. You probably didn't know yet. All right, but I probably preceded them or came after them. Who knows? Now, they don't get the credit for saying it. Simply, you heard it from them first before you knew of me. Now, here's the other part of this. Here's the other part of this. You might hear from a Manosphere guy that hypergamy is bad. That's what you heard. But I'm going to tell you it's good. And I'm going to give you a lot of benefits. And I'm also going to tell you how women exercise it and they misuse it. And then I'm going to tell you how you should be able to look at it and take advantage of it. This is how it's going to go. So I don't care what you heard from MGTOW, Manosphere, Red Pill, and you're like, we're supposed to say hypergamy is bad. I don't give a shit. I don't get my talking points from the Manosphere. They don't send me a fax and say stick to these points. I'm going to tell you why hypergamy is a good thing. I'm going to tell you why hypergamy is a good thing. Number one, we have to understand the basics. Nature wants to procreate. Nature wants to procreate. And the way it procreates is through I bust cheeks. That's the only thing it does. And it fools people to believe they're in love when they're in lust. It makes men agree to love when he only wants to fornicate. 
And it gives women everything they need to attract the best possible mate. This is why hypergamy is important. Nature says, I'm going to reward you genetically to make sure we push the best possible people forward in society. Not for you goofy ass ninjas to keep procreating. This is why survival of the fittest and the rules of evolution includes weeding out the weak. Sometimes you're weak by birth. Sometimes you're weak by habit. Sometimes you're weak by mindset. But nature does not want the weak people to procreate because if the weak people procreate, you're probably going to stop procreation. And this is what we see today. Procreation cannot continue. People will be less likely to link up. Now we have hyper-hypergamy. Women are linking up with less men, meaning procreating with less men. This is because men have become less. There's too many weak men. And they're like, we need to push the species forward. But nature knows that if you're not good, you're not good enough to procreate with. Now, here's the deal. This brings balance to the nature. It brings balance to the world. And I believe too many weak-ass motherfuckers, men and women, have been procreating. Too many poor people procreate. In fact, poor people, impoverished people, out-procreate strong, smart, and advanced people. Advanced people tend to stunt procreation. Poor and the, the slave-minded and the weak-minded, the feeble, the weak, tend to out-procreate these people. This is why we have the problems we have in our world. See, we've used nature against our own self. It is not the survival of the fittest. It is the survival of the dumbest at this particular point. You got too many dumb and dumbers trying to depend on other people to survive. So hypergamy brings balance. Nature wants the strong to be able to survive. This is why 80% of women historically have procreated. But only 40% of men have procreated. How do you figure that out? That means some women have had to procreate with multiple men in order to push our species forward. That happens. So more women are procreating. Sometimes they're spoils of war. Sometimes hypergamy protects nature. For instance, the French women, after German, Germany invaded France, have been known to leave their husbands or when their husbands were killed and taken as prisoners of war, the French women have been known to go with the German men. Why? Hypergamy. They can't do nothing with these ninjas locked up. They can't do nothing with a dead ninja. This is why I say no woman is monogamous or loyal because she's going to go where her best chance to survive is. The minute you prove you're weak, the minute you're captured, the minute you're deceased, she goes with the barbarian and she will procreate with them. That's a form of hypergamy. That's why it's good. If women were loyal, they, the species would die because the loyal men get deleted. The man they're loyal to gets killed or he can't survive. He can't feed and protect. He gets deleted. Who does she have babies with? There's no more species. Mm. We, would, we, we would die out. So she has to exercise that. She has to say, okay, this option ain't working. I got to go to bed. It's good. Ninja, we would have died out a long time ago if women were loyal and faithful and honorable. We would have been dead. She has to go with the victor. She has to go with the better option. She has to go with what's left. She has to take her chance. She has to leave you if you become captive or captured. So nature suggests and gives women, hardwires them hypergamy. They have to. 
Not only that, there's not that many top dominant men. We say 10%. The kings, the royals, the senators, the politicians, these people have more chance to procreate. And it does mean that a, a better lineage will be pushed forward. If they procreate with the broom sweepers, all right, the sweepers, the, the waiters, the impoverished, the peons, the peasants, guess what their kids are going to be? Same damn thing or worse. Now, they'll start off with those ninjas, but then they'll eventually try to go up. So they'll be part of harems, part of concubines. They'll date men that have access to resources and shit. It's better chance to survival. Hypergamy is good overall. Now, if you're a guy that is a peon or a peasant and you have the ability to elevate yourself in the society, you get to use hypergamy to your advantage. Thus, you get a better chance to procreate and better chance of the survival of your kid, survival of your lineage, survival of your species. So what tends to happen is you want to become better. Because of hypergamy, you can say, I quit because I can't compete. And then another man could say, oh, hell no. I'm going to go get my chance. And then he'll go get it. So what does he do? He becomes more innovative, more creative. He starts to be able to do things that increases his chance to survive and procreate. He learns how to build. He learns how to build a house. He knows how to protect himself. He knows how to ensure he doesn't become captured or captive. So then he fixes it so that he can take advantage of the hypergamy. Sometimes he wins, sometimes he loses. But this is kind of where it works out. You see a guy will go, wow, this is my chance. He kills a king. I'll kill a king, <laughs> right? Many men have killed kings to get with a woman. Many wars were started over a warm piece of punani. Yes, indeed. To wrap you in my warm embrace. <laughs> All right, I'll kill a king. I got to do what I can, and he'll come up with a plan. How are we going to kill the king so I can get the girl? Mm. All right, it happens, but people become more creative more innovative they start to challenge themselves they might become educated and this isn't always the case but this is what happens and the advantage of it is is that over time we get the benefit from people's advancements we get to benefit if a person kills a king we get the benefit if we go invade a territory and get to claim those women so we create more tools we create gunpowder. We create knives and swords and all of this stuff. Then I can get access. I can move into that. We become more innovative. And our species then gets to develop it. Now, eventually, it's going to be bad for us. But, yeah, you pick up a guitar. You know how to play the drums. You try to dunk a basketball. You become more talented in all of this stuff. You start rapping. You pick up a mic. You learn how to sing. You learn how to build something. These are all things that are going to help you benefit. From hypergamy. If there was not that. Now this is where the argument gets a little bit weird. If that didn't exist. And women weren't hardwired for that. And you weren't hardwired for testosterone. You do, the nature's not coming together. Coming together. You're going to find that. Your area is going to be. Your area that you live in. Let's just say Dominican Republic. I don't mean to put people down. But I got to use an example. I've been to areas of the Dominican. Not the entire place. But let me just say. Sometimes places like this, 
you don't see the men thriving as much. There could be reasons. They could be over the leadership where they're scared to. They could be prevent, uh, not a lot of resources coming in to help people thrive. But when you go to places like this and you go on vacation, you see that there's not a lot of innovation. People are just doing kind of the bare minimum to go by. And yes, they're still getting pussy out there. But then you will see people that are greater come in and buy their women. The women and the guys have no choice. They have to kind of accept it. All right. My wife got to go out there. My girlfriend got to go out there. And you will find that a guy bigger and better will exercise hypergamy and use it to his advantage because the women have to say, hey, y'all ain't cutting it. So you will have a place like that and there will be poverty and poor and those guys will get pussy. But guess what also happened? A, not, a guy will fly on, on a plane and he will get those women just like that by any means necessary because of hypergamy. You see what I mean? The women got to go with the guys that come in. And the women will go back to their guys when those guys fly back home. That's hypergamy working for and against everybody. The men aren't thriving, so they got to let people come in and take their women and buy them and do whatever and lay with them. And then when them guys go home, them ninjas will come in and clean up and lap up the, the leakage. See what I mean? That's hypergamy. She's exercising it. The guy uses it as an his advantage. These guys don't have a system where they are, they can still benefit from getting sex from their women, but they don't have to work as hard for it, meaning that they can remain in poverty. But then when somebody else comes in, they got to give up their girl. They got to give up their girl. Yep, that's what it is. They got to watch their girls go with the, 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 the tourists. Strike jacket. So yeah, you'll say, hey, there's people over there in that country, they still have sex with women. But let the Americans come in. Let the Europeans come in with some money. They got to give their girls up. They got to overlook it. They got to accept the girl that worked since she was 12, 13, 14 in these industries all the way up to 18 and 20, and then they got to marry her afterwards. You see what I mean? This is hypergamy working for and against. And this is when you say guys like Pookie. Pookie is an example of a guy that doesn't use hypergamy. Because he's literally, Nia Long will give herself to that guy. But he doesn't have to better himself. And then you see over years, Pookie becomes less than. Pookie's community is never better. Because Pookie doesn't build his community. He doesn't innovate. He doesn't create. He just goes in against the easy puss that Nia Long's and the likes in high school throws at him. But then look at Pookie's community. It's, it's ravaged. It's a wreck. So there you see the, 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 the absolute uh, not benefit of a guy working better to get better women. And then eventually the quality of his women as he lives gets worse and worse and worse. The quality of women around him get worse and worse and worse. Typically, Pookies are going to like more fatter and obese women. This is why I say pushing forward the idea of thick women and claiming, it, claiming that it is better is actually promoting women to become less than. They become obese. And then you call it good because you are a pookie. When you start looking at guys that become more innovative, their women become less obese. This is hypergamy. 
This is people who don't exercise hypergamy in a proper direction. So you'll say, no, I like her like that. Ninja, you don't have no choice because you made the women obese through your pookiness. You destroyed them so that they cannot even go anywhere else. That woman cannot even go over and find her a good man because she fat, but she thick to you. But that woman is useless to everybody else. You encouraged it because you were not exercising and using hypergamy to your advantage. She's useless to everybody else. And then she'll say, well, the beauty standard, bullshit. She's obese to everybody but you and her. But let's continue because you're taking the easy way out. You're not trying to create. You're trying to manipulate, go around, use your mouthpiece, use something that you're trying to create tactics, but you're just creating more fatter women. And then the women get fatter and fatter and fatter. And you think you winning and winning and winning. But you losing and losing and losing because neither one of you can cross over to any other echelon because you're trying to cheat hypergamy. Let's continue. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's continue. And then what happens? The fat women on the other side come to your side because you're trying to cheat hypergamy. They're like, you'll take me. Let's continue. Mm. <laughs> Y'all ninjas mad now. Y'all ninjas mad. Let's talk about this. Hypergamy. If you believe in the wall, you got to believe that hypergamy is good for us. If you believe in the wall, you got to believe that hypergamy is good for us. For instance, if you say women going to hit the wall, if you say Megan Thee Stallion is going to run out of options, what you're saying is hypergamy is good because women will misuse hypergamy the same way we could misuse our testosterone. We can let our testosterone lead us. Women can let their hypergamy lead them into the wall. So, a lot of guys will say, no, hypergamy is bad. It is when you don't have leverage or when you're young or you haven't done anything or you try to cheat the system. But hypergamy misuse will lead them into the wall. Now, a woman that can evade the wall will get married early enough where she's not out here at 32, 35, 40 single. And then she hit that wall. All right. But the fact that the wall exists proves that hypergamy is good overwhelmingly because as you build yourself up as you become innovative as you become creative as you become patient then those women are useless to you they hit the wall they hit the wall so then they never realize it they tried to cheat hypergamy they tried to use hyper hypergamy then they're begging for you to support their only fans then they're begging for you to come clean up their shit then they're begging you to take them at their worst because you don't deserve them at their best. Then they're begging you to make exceptions. Then they're begging you to come back home. Then they're begging you to accept them at a, as an obese woman. See, thy hypergamy hit them hard. They hit that wall and they tried to cheat all the way up. They misused their hypergamy and they hit the end game. Then you at the same time hit your arc. If you recognize it, you hit your arc. Right here. At the same time you hitting your arc, boom, they hit the wall. Same thing as women who divorce men way too early. Okay, he's a loser. I'm going to jump off. Does she really improve her situation? No. In general, no. She ends up out here floundering and flopping around like a fish using the court system against that guy as he hits his arc. 
as he hits his arc. He finally figures out she was dead weight. I dropped her. I hit my arc. Boom. And then either she will come back and use the system against you. She will come back on her knees. And then a bunch of other these obese women and old women will come back and they'll say, hey, you'll do. We'll make a power couple. And then they start demanding that you do X, Y, and Z. They start hitting you like this woman right here. You better do this and you better do that. See, hypergamy is good because it then validates that the wall exists. They hit that wall. <laughs> then, then you figure it out. Oh, they tried to cheat the system hypergamy. So it is a good thing. It's not good initially, but it turns good. The other reason a hypergamy is good is because it defines you. It, it allows women that do have an advantage that are pre-wall to criticize you and tell you you're not enough. This is going to be enough to motivate you. It should be enough to motivate you to become something. Now, we all have been criticized by a group of women. Some of this has made us try to become better. I'm going to show her. I'm going to show him. And then they told you, you were less than. You did not qualify. And whatever deficiency she or they used against you, you said, okay, I'm short, but I, when I'm standing on my wallet, I'll be taller. I'm fat, but when I lose weight, I'll be better. If I hit the gym now because she didn't like me because I had a bird chest, she'll like me then. Only for you to hit your arc. You make that improvement. Then what happens is you'll look at that woman and you say, I didn't do all of this to qualify for her. Because as you're rising and hitting your arc, she's also approaching the wall. She's going to overexercise her hypergamy. This is very in general. So now at the same time, you're trying to hit your arc. You're trying to get your bird chest up. You're trying to get your bag up. You're trying to become more creative and innovative. She's also approaching the wall so that when you meet again, years down the line, you'll look at her and say, what the fuck is I, I didn't do this to get a person like you. The reason why you you were with me is because we were on an even level. Then you thought you were better. Then you tried to challenge me. You challenged me. I became better. This is why women say, why are these older men going to younger women? Because we see our value now. Thanks to you. You told us we weren't good enough. You told us we were whack. You told us we were dusty. You told us we was too goofy. You told us our hairline was whack. You told us we was ashy and dusty. You told us that. And Ninja, we improved it. And then guess what? Now you don't qualify. You, used, you overused your hypergamy. And I took advantage of it. I won. Now, 40 years, you got to live with that. 40 years, I got to live with winning. Somebody says, never let women define your worth. You need to be in control of that. Listen, women define men's worth. This is all bullshit gobbledygook. We're not going to let these manosphere talking points. Women define men. They've been doing it for a long ass time. Especially when we don't have value. When, you can't tell young men that. Women, women have all the right to tell us that we're dirty and dusty. Because most of the time, they ain't lying. They're telling the truth. Women do validate us. Stop all these nonsense-ass talking points. Yes, we can get a lot of validation from women. 
if you the man and you got a woman and you got a winner, that bitch validates you or that, sorry, that woman validates you. Absolutely. You walk into the room and that woman's with you and you got a winner, you got a thoroughbred, that woman validates you. Absolutely. See, the talking points will tell us they don't define us. Yes, they do. <laughs> the hell they do. Hypergamy defines us. Where we stand in the position defines us. Now, once you get to the point where 90% of the women can't qualify for you, 10% of the women got a tap dance for you, now you in control. Men increase in value on their own. Is that true? You just woke up and you just start winning. False. But we increase our value because of. Guys are going to say that. Guys, if there were no women on this earth, y'all would be digging in your booty and trying to eat the, book, the, the, the dookie crumbs right now. You wouldn't do jack shit. Just letting you know, stop the bullshit. Stop the cap. If women didn't exist right now, you'd be jerking off and slurping it up yourself. We just got to be honest because this is what monkeys do. If women didn't exist, y'all ninjas would be picking boogies and eating them. Because some of y'all doing that right now. <laughs> if women didn't exist, ninja, you wouldn't be doing jack shit. You'd be clipping, you'd be biting your toenails and eating them, eating the dirt underneath them. The hell we talking about, man? Look. <laughs> you ninja would be the booty warriors on steroids. Hey, man, we need to kill all of this stuff. Kill all of these talking points. I'm going to crush the Manosphere talking points in 2024. I'm going to crush them. Because all of these are to make you feel good about yourself, and it's mostly bullshit. They've been feeding you that bullshit for the last 10 years or five years plus, and the ninjas that's be doing it out here winning. I'm going to crush these Manosphere talking points. Meaning that the old, same old, same old ain't going to work no more. You ninjas will be the missing link right now if there wasn't no women. <laughs> do men validate women? Yes. Absolutely. Do a woman's nothing without a man? Absolutely. She's not. The, watch this. A woman cannot call herself a mother without a man. Ask yourself again. A woman can't call herself a mother without a man. A woman can't even be considered in most areas an honorable woman without a man. What? We need to we we need we need to stop trying to make yourself feel good out here. Stop it. She can't even call herself a wife. She can't even be say she's a partner without a man. She can't even procreate without a man. We validate their whole existence. We validate their whole existence. She's a skeezer before I show up and put a ring on her finger. What? She can't even say she's a 10 without me. She can't even make a dime in this world without a man stop it <laughs> she gets nothing in this world without me zero 
I, I see guys trying to ride with this shit. Go back to your 30 and under content creators, please. We're not letting y'all pass go on the free agent lifestyle with your 30-year-old, 35-year-old content creators and below who ain't even wiped another ass, can barely keep their booty crack cr- clean, and you think you're going to come over here with that shit. Mm. I'm tired. I've been doing this way too long, and I'm tired of you hard-headed ass ninjas with this goofy shit. We gonna challenge you in 2024. We gonna challenge you in 2024. Because you ninjas ain't even live with a woman yet, but you want to come over here and tell me about what's going on right now. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this space with this bullshit. We gonna elevate the conversation. We gonna elevate the conversation. We gonna challenge everything. It is what it is. And some ninjas ain't going to be ready for it. It is what it is. Go ahead and take your monkey ass somewhere else and try to figure out how you're going to pay rent next month. Do men validate women? Do women validate men? And you try to come in here with that bullshit. We ain't having it no more. We trying to go make you better. Go make you better. But you coming out with that old dusty ass Old ass 2016 playbook. We ready. I'm ready for all of it. <laughs> it's crazy. Women don't validate us. Shut up. The reason you watching us because a woman validated you and gave your ass a failing grade. That's the reason you watching me right now. Shut up. <laughs> That's the reason you in this space. Because a woman told you you wasn't shit and you ate it up. <laughs> Period. And she was right. You wasn't shit. So now we're going to make you something. <laughs> all right, look at all these ninjas leaving the stream. You wasn't shit. She validated you. She gave your ass a losing score. And then, bam, you watching me today. Talking about they don't validate me, please. Unbelievable. <laughs> and any content creator that don't shed their face, Ninja, don't ever mention them on my show. Ninja, wh- where you at right now? <laughs> Ninja, where you at? Ninja, we kicking your ass out right now. Ninja don't got no icon. Ninja, nobody, no content creator that don't show their face. Ninja don't got shit to say to me and ever will. So let's move on. Never mention them in my damn stream. <laughs> All right. Ninja's got domestic violence records and want to talk shit about me. Hey man, never talk about them in my stream. I show my face. You know, my name. I'm the realest motherfucker out here. This is the King of Kings. I'm here putting Mitch ninjas to the damn fire right now. And they can't handle it. And I'm not taking your ass in the 2024. I'm not taking you with me in the 2024. Right? <laughs> anyway, let's stay on track. If you're ready to learn, stay in here. If you want to go feel good, go watch these other guys because they there to make you feel good. I'm tired. I gave you six years to make your ass feel good. Now, Ninja, let's grow up. We on the grown man mission. Are you in or out? Take your monkey ass out and go over to these other goofy consecrators that look like cartoon characters and never mention their name. Go let them make you feel good. Go let them stroke your cock, you bitch ninja. Look at them running. Look at them running. 
Look at him running. Take your ass on. I, I, we, we ready. We ready for grown man shit. <laughs> Are you ready to continue? Look at him running. Take your ass over there where they bring OnlyFans girls over there so you can keep your attention instead of staying in class. And then claim you women don't validate you. Ninja, the only reason you watch the show is because they got OnlyFans bras on the damn show. I ain't never needed one girl to be on my show. And I'm still kicking ass around here. Sometimes you got to slap these ninjas across the head. And ladies, now you see. You want to stay with the old talking points and keep the old show going? Come on, I'll make you feel good. But this is wild out here. Y'all refuse to grow up. That's what it is. You refuse to get grown, man. You want to stay a boy. You want me to make you feel good. We ain't going to do that. Hypergamy wins. <laughs> Where are we at? You want me to tell you if you fix your mouthpiece, you can get an obese woman in your life and make you validated. And then you want to tell me women don't validate you, but you're going to stand out here running game all day. This is out of control. We need to stop the bullshit. Stop it. Right, we running a free agent lifestyle, and we don't need to lean on nothing else going forward. That's it. It's free agent lifestyle. That's it. Hard head ninjas need to be talked down to. You ain't had no father in the life to smack you a bunch. Of, and if you did have a father, he was weak. Shit is out of control. <laughs> it's out of control. Continuing. How much time we got left? I'm going to make a couple more points. If you want to be led, go ahead, come in. If you want to go out there and flounder or figure it out yourself, go on out there. But we only dealing with the free agent lifestyle going forward. I ain't here to collab. I ain't here to make friends. I ain't here to link up. I ain't here to do none of that shit. (laughs) None. I ain't here to build subscribers. I ain't here to hit a million. That's all done. None of that impresses me. But if you want the same old, same old, go go to them content creators. And you will see them still making car videos after six years. You'll see them ninja still hiding behind the screen after 10 years on YouTube. Still ain't moved out of the same damn apartment. They still live in the same bullshit. You ain't seen them buy a goddamn t-shirt. You ain't seen them do nothing in 10 years. Go over there. Leave me alone over here. (laughs) And no, them ain't my friends or my buddies. (laughs) Here we go. Avatar ass content creator ass ninjas. Ninja, go, go, go to them. It ain't me. 
and they ain't my homies or buddies or none of that shit. All right? You ain't going to see me over there. I don't need it. I built up a name and a philosophy, and the shit is undefeated. It's undefeated. I built it up over years. Ain't nothing more you can challenge me on this shit. You can disagree, but take your disagreeing ass on and walk over there where other ninjas want to stroke you off to make you feel good about underachieving. Go ahead. You're invited to dismiss yourself. And this ain't no ego talking, ninja. This all can end tomorrow, but the reality is I'm not here to make you feel good. I'm not. I'm here to tell you what the reality is. You can accept it or not. But my, everything I done said has been undefeated. Unchallenged. Ninja cannot like me for who I am. But it's not, there ain't that many losses that I've taken in terms of what I tried to tell you or not. Ain't that many. <laughs> here we go. Ain't that many. But we're not just going to stay up here and say women don't validate men. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it and let that fly and go unchallenged. Because there's too much proof otherwise. Now, whether you let it happen for your entire life, that's your, that's your decision. But these old little things is ridiculous when all you watch is women. Or all you watch is somebody talking about women. How? <laughs> it don't make no sense. And you can't go for it in life believing this shit. Moving on. Hypergamy prevents complacency. Talking about the guy, he's a young guy now, 25. He's got his girl. He says, I don't need any information about what you're talking about, CGA. I got my girl. Then he proceeds to get fat. Then he proceeds to lose himself. Then he proceeds to uh, stay at his level that he was at when he got his girl. So what he'll do is say, I don't need to improve myself that much because I got a beautiful woman with me. If he's under 30 and gets complacent, what's going to happen is, what's going to happen is that fool will lose that girl. What's going to happen is that girl, as she matures and her hypergamy starts itching, she's going to give him another evaluation. So she's going to say, hey, wait a minute. This was good when I was 25, but now I'm 30. Now I'm 32. And what you were giving me is the 25-year-old version of yourself. You didn't elevate. We were living off 50 grand. But now it's getting tight. Guess what's about to happen? She about to evaluate your ass via hypergamy. And she going to dump your ass to the side of the road. You going to find her with her heels up and her toes pointed to the sky getting throttled. Her friends are going to tell her to leave you. Right? Right? So guess what? 
that hypergamy is going to force you to make a decision. You're going to have to say, am I going to stay how I am? I can't keep her. Am I going to stay out of here and not adapt? Or am I going to adapt? She going to monkey branch off. Now, she might lose this bet. We don't have to understand. We don't have to try to prevent her from winning and losing. That's where we get distracted with hypergamy. She evaluates us. She dumps us. Or she makes it tough for us to move forward with her. She goes over here. You get a broken heart. Then you'll say, I hope she loses. So all your attention is not bettering yourself. You just wait for her to lose. And then you stay where you are. Well, she should have loved me for me. Guys, that is hypergamy working in your favor. Indeed, you won because she was going to hit the wall anyway. Listen to me. When she jumped, she was about to hit the wall in T-minus five years anyway, forcing you to take on a depreciating asset. She did Joe monkey ass a favor, but instead you want to come on here and be like hypergamy. She left and she went to a bigger, better place. She did you a favor and she going to bounce back and hit herself splat flat on the floor. Boom. What do you have to do now? What hit your arc? Hypergamy was good for you. Soon as you hit the gym, soon as you hit the treadmill, Soon as you left all them broads gone, soon as you let her bounce, soon as you got the dead weight off, soon as you, now you bout to win. Thank you, bitch. I appreciate it. We won. Thank you for, thank you. But what we do is we go, oh man, she left before another guy and he was a Chad or a Tyrone. And it's that. No, you about to, you gonna come out better. You won. You won. I don't know where you lost. You won. Keep moving. Don't stop. It's what it is. Yeah, it's going to hurt. But you caught her ass trying to level up. There's an 80% trap. There's an 80% chance she's going to lose that bet. The house always wins. Let her lose that bet. This is your opportunity to become better and disqualify her. And without her there uh, leaning on your shoulder, Ninja, you about to win. <laughs> you about to get the dub. See, when you're 25, it hurts. When you're 30, it hurts. When you're 35, it hurts. She gave you an honest critique. She leveled up. 80% chance she's going to lose that. She's going to lose it. She's going to hit the wall. She can't prevent that. She doesn't have much more to offer anybody else. And the other dude just wanted to clap the, uh, clap the cheats. You then, boom, use that momentum. You use that lifted dead weight. You're going to come out on top. You make it work for you. Right? <laughs> it's wild, but it is what it is. It's wild, but it is what it is. 
just got to flip your mindset. Um, another reason why, and the last one here, let me see here. Why hypergamy is good is generally you can sample women if you have leveraging options. If you understand this, you can sample more women instead of settling for women. You're going to sample more before you have to commit. Therefore, you're probably less likely to settle. A lot of people aren't going to understand this. This is called sowing your wild oats. If you are using hypergamy in your advantage, I mean, to your disadvantage, you're going to settle for the one woman who swaddles your kids and sucks you off. She's going to lick your ball sack. She's going to do whatever she wants. She's going to point her toes at you. She's going to do whatever you want. She's going to lead you astray. She's going to distract you. And just because she's wetting your whistle, you're going to commit. And then you're going to find out the hard way, damn, this was a bad one. She was worthless. She distracted me. She leveled up. She didn't respect me. But when you have it, you can sample more women so that when the next woman comes along and swallows your kids, guess what's going to happen? She swallows your kids and you'll be like, good, you the next one. You just the next one who did that. You're less likely to throw your life away, less likely to commit, and blah, blah, blah. She can't leverage sex over you anymore. The guys who have less sexual experience have to settle. <laughs> the guys that have the most, guess what happens? They least likely to settle. They're least, they're most likely to play the field. They're most likely to say, mm, let me show you. This woman proved it here earlier. This woman talked about this earlier. This is why she can't. Where's this woman here? This one. This is the one. Okay, why these guys won't settle? Why these guys don't want a relationship? Why? Because he didn't bang many of you out. You did the same thing, and you thought that was going to win him over, and it didn't. She said it right here. So she's just another sample. How come these? Listen, listen to her. The men that actually want to date and be in a relationship. Because it's not the dating apps. It's not. It's not the coffee shops. I've been trying that. I've been trying that for a while now. Definitely not the bars. Not at my age, because they're all like 21, 22, so they definitely don't want to be in a relationship, and I definitely do not want to be a cougar. Nothing wrong with that, just not my type. I, again, tend to go about 8 to 10 years older than me. I found out even those don't want to date for a relationship. Why would he? Why would he? What did you do? What did you do? She's just exercising hypergamy. Until she gets a goofy. But every time she does this, she overuses or misuses hypergamy. And then she ends up being a sample. <laughs> Why am I out here still being a sample? Ninja, you, you better go find a guy and go build with him. You out here trying to pluck off the winners. Well, the winners are going to use your ass as a sampler. Hypergamy to the benefit. The guys that are there or work their way to be there, all of a sudden they become the target and he can use them as samplers. He got too many options. So that's a benefit of hypergamy. The guys who don't and they quit and they give up and they start saying, trying to, trying to fool themselves, they never get to this point. Hypergamy ends up being good. That's where it can be good. A uh, couple more reasons, and I'll be quick. You can spread better genetics. We've actually become more advanced because of hypergamy. 
We become more advanced as a civilization, as a culture, because of hypergamy. We become smarter. We become bigger human beings. I mean, you know, the, the, the human beings in the past were probably no bigger than five feet. In fact, Roman, I think in the Roman, the, um, in the Roman Empire, Many of those human beings were probably barely no taller than five, three, five, four. I might be wrong, but there weren't a lot of six footers, certainly no seven footers back during the time of the Roman Empire. Many of those men were shorter than five, four. Many of those men, because I was there, I was in Rome. All of those doors, windows and shit was short, small. Julius Caesar and them ninjas and Et Tu Brute was all under 5'5". <laughs> just don't know about this, but it's a fact. Because of the advancement, women's hypergamy, women's tendency to go with bigger and better mates, over thousands of years, people become giants. <laughs> they become giants. Now we have the no men under six feet tall. That is an example of hypergamy working better for the world. Now we have bigger and better men, men that can use their bigger athleticism and what all of that stuff. All right. It's kind of what, how it works. It kind of how it works, but people don't realize that. So become people can become smarter, bigger and better, better genes, bigger genes start to pass on anyway. But uh, going forward here, last one, uh, why hypergamy is good for us is because if hypergamy didn't exist, either women would lead us or we would lead ourselves into nothing. In fact, women have no direction. They can't lead you. They don't have a long-term vision. They typically, typically, generally are incapable of that. Incapable of that. Thus, they have to hop to a better option. Once they hop to a better option, it shows that the men made themselves better or are rewarded for being better because of hypergamy. Since they lack vision and lack direction and instructions, they have to eventually find a guy that has that. That's hypergamy. That's hypergamy, right? They're not going to lead. They end up saying, I want to find a guy that lead. Now, some women do this too late. They will never understand that. You're doing this way too late. Should have figured this out at 24. Now they're 34, 44 trying to figure it out. Now they painted themselves in the corner and they had their hair on addiction and their student loan debt makes them useless, dead weight. So they're still trying to convince low achieving ninjas to take them. They're also trying to achieve high achievement ninjas to take them. But because they lack direction and foresight and instruction, they need hypergamy. That's why it's a benefit. And the women who figured this out earlier win. Ninjas are still in here mad. Taller men are not better. Holy mackerel. I, I swear to God. Ninja, okay, watch the, watch the NBA today. What would the NBA be without tall people? I swear to God, you men are some of the goofiest men. You're goofy. Ninja, there would be no NFL. Nobody's watching five foot four people play football. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because we have that, people can monetize that. Thus, women tend to be attractive and procreate with it. Ninjas trying to be out here short and midgets want me to make you feel good. Shut up. Ninja, 
people became taller and will be able to use it to their advantage. It's an advantage in many cases. It's stupid. These guys are stupid. Morons. It ain't that good. It ain't. Ninja, you wouldn't even have sports on TV. <laughs> what would you do on a Saturday and su- Sunday? You would be digging booty crumbs out of your butt. That's what you would be doing. Some of these guys be getting hurt feelings. Ninja, I'm short, and I recognize it as an advantage. Jesus. I swear to God, man, these people. It's an advantage. People can use it to their advantage. Then women see it as an advantage. And then women, Mitch Ninjas. Mm. <laughs> he says, I'm, I'm cutting close to the white meat. Dumb. It then makes the gene pool. Then the women start saying, well, there's the advantage. Boom. They're like, oh, but they die earlier. So what? So what? Does that, ma- does that mean they don't get to procreate? Does that mean they don't get the fuck? <laughs> does that mean they didn't get the procreate? Does that mean they didn't get to monetize? It is what it is. It is what it is. They, they gonna have an advantage. There's pros and cons to everything. So they die earlier. They still had 300 women folded up and five babies. Their, their legacy went forward. <laughs> it is what it is. Some women don't like it. So what? But does that prove my point wrong? No. We've gotten taller as a result. As a result, humanity has become taller, especially in Western civilizations. It's an advantage. It is what it is. Let's continue. He's like, I'm punching funny bones. I'm getting ninjas in their feelings, and I love it. In fact, it's a good strategy. So anyway, it's crazy. Um, continuing on. The negatives. Usury. Women who have hypergamy and don't understand how to control it are like men who have testosterone and don't understand how to control it. Okay. If you send me a paragraph, you better text it via chat, meaning super chat. If you got something to say to prove me wrong, you better monetize it, super chat it. But the negatives about hypergamy the way we use it to our advantage is that women engage in usury they use and i'll tell you man i I tell you uh the reason why people are reacting to this because it's true the reason why men are in their feelings and leaving this dream and trying to prove me wrong is because it's true and people hate the truth i'm the speaker of truth over here all right i'm the speaker of truth if you can't handle the truth You've been sitting here for two years sniggling, but now I'm hitting it and you are mad over here because I'm telling you the truth. All right, but I'm not a I'm not past telling men the truth. <laughs> if you true if you can't handle the truth, boom. And they trying to make it and direct it somewhere else. The truth is the truth. Whether you small or tall, let these gums go. And y'all reacting like women in the chat. 
We got men reacting like women. Y'all was celebrating me, but now you reacting like women now. <laughs> Y'all ain't here mad, Mitch-ass ninjas. And I ain't said nothing false in here. I haven't said anything false. You just mad. Take that mad ass on. <laughs> All right, anyway. I ain't saying you can't win being short. Did you hear me say that? No, I didn't. I did not. That's what you heard. And that's why hypergamy kicking your ass right now. Because every woman that said the same thing that I said, and you couldn't handle it. You couldn't handle the truth, and now your monkey ass tucking your tail. Instead of using it to your advantage. I'm a shorter male. Let me use that to my advantage. What do I know? Okay, I'm shorter. All right, how do I use that to my advantage? Maybe I'll become more muscular. All right, I'll build up more muscle. All right, women seem to have responded to that positively. All right, um, I'll accentuate masculine qualities. They respond to that. That's in to wipe out the deficit. In my course, I told you there's no de deficiency that you can't overcome. So therefore, therefore, if you have a deficiency, overcome it. You will find that women look past it. Society looks past it and so forth and so on. But if you just say, well, it's not because it is what it is. You're just, you're just mad. Okay. I said, maybe I'll become a little bit more wealthier. Then I'm going to tell you the short kind of wipes itself out. Then all of a sudden you're able to procreate. You're able to use hypergamy to your advantage. You can, you can get around it. You have to overcome that. You couldn't control it, but you can control what you can control. Overcome it. But ninjas be quitting and sad when you when a woman tells you you're too short or you're not six feet tall. Trust me, some women don't mind I'm way under six feet tall. They never bring it up. Why? Because I found other things to overcome it. You know what? I appreciate y'all. That's about as many points I wanted to make. This This could go on and on. But there was even more points. But a lot of guys got caught in their feelings, and I had to waste a lot of time with guys that could not accept my truth that were supporters, former supporters, and so forth. But let me tell you, we're going into a new day. We're going into a new day. This stuff needs to be challenged. Some of these things need to be challenged because simply because most of it is to make you feel good. And I cannot go forward, honestly, because I'm the speaker of truth, and it would not be good of me to keep massaging ninjas hard-headed ninjas heads okay it, it wouldn't it doesn't make me feel good to do that but the truth is the truth and i gotta keep speaking the truth and whether y'all can't take it i would love for y'all to leave i would love y'all for to leave my message because the 2024 message is not going to be for you it's not going to be for you just to come over here and make you feel good we're going to come over here and challenge you. We're going to challenge some of these things that you believe. We're going to challenge the belief system of the manosphere. We ain't going to, we ain't going to debunk it. We're just going to say, is this stand the test of time? Some of the points are greatly valid, like 80, 90% of them for sure. Some of these points will make you feel good. We were trying to make you feel good about yourself. But what it did was it didn't even help you. You just stayed there where you was at. And it didn't even help you. Then you jump out here trying to challenge me on it. We, we have all the data, all right? But we get to get that truth. Somebody said, this is just back pill. Take your monkey ass on. 
take your monkey ass on. See? Hey, man, all the Mitches and the Simps, please, bye-bye. I'm not carrying your ass. I carried your ass for six years, but there's no loyalty when I'm telling the truth about you, is it? There's no loyalty when I'm telling you the truth, is it? When I make you feel good, I'm cool. But now, 2024, take your monkey ass on. We not carrying your ass no more. I carried you this far. And look at your bitch ass. You still don't got a picture on your icon talking shit. You still a Mitch. After all this time, after everything I did, this the thanks I get? All right. Yeah. We gonna, we gonna be, this is the after pill. This ain't no black pill. We don't go by color pills over here. This is the after pill. No more Mitches in 2024. You want color pills? Go somewhere else. This gonna be the free agent lifestyle and the after pill. You want color pills? Take your ass somewhere else. This ain't no black pill. This is the CGA show. <laughs> Ninja's wearing about colors. Take your color on somewhere else. We don't do color pills over here. Crybabies go. Leave now. Unsubscribe today. I don't need you. We don't need you no more. <laughs> All right. All right, we don't, we, look, don't put me in nobody's category. I'm in nobody's category. I've separated myself a long time ago if you ain't understood. If you ain't seen it by now, you deaf, dumb, and blind. If you ain't seen it by now that I've separated myself from any pill on this platform, you dumb. Nobody been able to keep up with me yet, so don't put me in anybody's class. I'm in a class of my own. You understand. That's what we doing today. And we getting rid of Mitch Ninjas. We getting rid of Ninjas that watch me out of boredom because you got nothing else going on in your life. We only taking the people over here that got something going on in their life. If you bored watching me, no more. Go watch something else. <laughs> Go watch something else, but I don't want you on my show no more. I got to get to these super chats. Okay. Ninjas ain't even brushed their teeth watching me talking shit. <laughs> yep. Ninja, go brush your teeth today. Go brush your teeth first. Ninja, go hop in the shower. <laughs> Look, I love it. That's what we need. We need a new direction. Numbers don't mean shit to me no more. <laughs> they don't mean nothing. All right, they ain't helped me yet. All right, anyway. <laughs> I love it. And guess what? This is hypergamy because the ninjas that's going to stay, they going to benefit. They going to benefit. And they going to pass your monkey ass up. Mm. All right. Shout out to Mohammed says, Coach, you undefeated. It's an evil world we live in, indeed. It's an evil world we live in. Underdog Glory says, knock him out the box. Coach, salute. Shout out to Arturo Hernandez says, paying my tuition. And them ninjas going to be back because ain't nobody else can do it better than me on this platform. So you're going to be back watching me. All right. So I already know that. This is why I have abundance. You're going to be back watching me. Ain't nothing else going on on this show. All right. There ain't nothing else going on this platform at this time and hour. What the hell else you going to do with your life? You're going to be back here watching me, ninja watching me. All right. So that's what it is. And you can ask Giz. Shout out to KT King. Says after pill episode number one, ninjas can't handle it. Preach. All right, 
anyway. <laughs> They're going to be back here watching anyway. All right, or go get a job. Shout out to Lone Revolver says ninjas on a Halle Berry tip. Make me feel good. Indeed, Jones G says uh, another fire stream. He says we don't deserve you, coach, 100%. Shout out to Dr. Thunder in the building. We going to get all the super chats too, man. We going to get them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ninja, who else you about to watch at this hour? I guarantee you there ain't shit else on. You're going to watch somebody else's video and be back in here looking. Mm. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go right here. Uh, where we at here? JC says, so coach, what is it when they leave you for a better option, but they keep coming back? Is she conflicted between two high value targets or just selfish? She is, she, she over leveraged herself. All right, the other guy didn't lock her in. The real fit style says, "Real talk, coach. We here." JC says, "You bish, you wait." He says, "You bish is a different reflection." I think he meant your. Your bish is a different reflection of how much money you got. Indeed, eight oh nine. Shout out to you for the sponsorship in the building. All right, shout out to Mario D says, shout out to you, coach, for always keeping ish real. Lionheart says, check these Mitch ninjas for real. 100%. All right, shout out to our brother, Maryland, free hombre, free agent hombre with the co-sponsorship sponsorship. Shout out to you, brother. Let me stop. Ninja said my head done got big. Ninja, my numbers ain't even moved in a year and a half. How my head got big? It's the same show. Ninja, YouTube ain't moved my numbers one subscriber. What you mean my head done got big? My show hasn't changed. You know what changed? Your bitch ass can't take the truth because I hit you square in the head. That's what changed. Nothing changed. I didn't make no, I I made less money. (laughs) I made less money than I did two years ago the hell you talking about i've been shadow banned two years made less money everybody passed me up on youtube in numbers the fuck you talking about i my head done got big if my head would have got big if i hit a million subs i literally went backwards i lost money doing what i was doing me my head got big for what (laughs) my numbers didn't go up nothing changed it's the same shit I'm literally here doing free work most of the time. You know what changed? I just start talking about you and you skedaddle. <laughs> That's what changed. It's crazy. It's absolutely goofy. They just have no clue. All right. Anyway, nothing changed. I literally sitting here with the same numbers. It's, wait, what? It's unbelievable. And I'm seeing everybody's numbers going up. 300, 400, 500. Like what, 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 what? And I'm sitting here demonetized. When you watch my video back, there ain't no AdSense coming to CGA. Zero. What? How did I get big boy? What, what, where the big head coming from? What you talking about? Let me honor my guy here. 
Let me honor my brother here. Let me what? I'm rich, bitch. Shout out to Maryland. Free agent Obray says regarding hypergamy, hypergamy. Men may not compete. He says men may not compete mistaken the lack of visible adversity for safety. Yet our true predator is the economy. To outdo this foe, men must enhance their value through innovation, productivity, and healthy habits. This is wisdom from experience. 100%. 100%. Like you got to start becoming innovative, creative, work a way around the system. I literally try to work my way around the system. Leo K, hey, yo, coach, keep cooking these gump mitches. Hashtag grow man shit. Hashtag free agent lifestyle for life. The contractor says majority of people on the red pill manosphere thing, he says, still stuck on red pill rage forever. And I tried to help. Trust me, I tried to help. I tried to guide people, say things nice, give you entertainment, crack jokes. But the reality is there's too many men stuck in red pill rage. And trust me, I've been saying this since 2019. Do not get stuck in red pill rage. Do not get stuck. Do not get stuck in red pill rage. They're just trying to push rumble. It's a dying, it's a dying platform. Stupid. Again, no, no, stupid. But they stuck in red pill rage and they stuck giving me goofy ass advice. (laughs) Stupid. Rumble ain't even monetized. I I mean, I swear to God, ninjas is dumb. Trying to go over here talking about rumble. Hey, listen, if you're stuck in red pill rage after three years of watching me, you lost. You lost. I didn't told you, get rid of your red pill rage. <laughs> all right. Red pill rage is not helping you at all. All right, anyway, it's not. And I've been saying this is 2019, so it ain't nothing new. Shout out to the contract. This is majority of people. With, all right, shout out to Samson. He says, uh, Samson says, wild how, <laughs> what? Negatees in here know how coach hits with the real and still expects a participation trophy in here. He says, hit CG off with the gyms or tippy toe the F on out for real. They just want a participation trophy over here for real. All right. JC says coaching here, changing ninjas diapers today. For real to Adams says no colored pills allowed. And I haven't defined myself as that for a long time. It's been about a year. Ash says, CGA, I am five foot eight. I definitely won. Retired U.S. Air Force, 100K income plus. Successfully married 16 years to a beautiful snow bunny. Lived and wait for over 20 years. Free agent lifestyle for life. And it's, it's the only answer. It's the only answer. It's the only answer. Ninja, by the way, I'm on Rumble right now and ain't nobody over there. <laughs> Did you want to see something? Want to see something funny? All right, let me see something. I think I'm on live right now. You can go over there live right now. And this ninja watching me on YouTube talking about Rumble. You can't be that dumb, ninja. <laughs> All right. You see something. Hold up for a I second. I think I'm on live right now. Yep. You can go over there live right now. And How this many ninja people watching me? me on YouTube? How many people in the live chat? Who see that right there? Talking about Rumble. And he watching me on YouTube. What? Ain't nobody in the live chat. 19 likes, 35 people. Shout out to the people watching right over there. 
talking about Rumble, and he on YouTube typing in the chat. Where where you at in the chat over there? Ah, there you are. <laughs> Look, there goes somebody talking about Rumble, and I'm literally live over there. What the fuck you talk, man? These, I swear to God. There it is. Look, I'm live right now. Talking about Rumble. Can't be that dumb, Ninja. <laughs> All right. You see something? Hold up for a I second. I think I'm on live right now. Yep. You can go over there live right now. And How many Ninja people watching, watching me? me on YouTube? How many people in the live chat? Who see that right there? Okay. Is that enough receipts for you? Is that enough receipts? Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Hold that L. All right. <laughs> All right. What are we doing? Shout out to La Ace Boogie says Coach Spazzin giving ninjas the Reverend X. 100%. All right. Shout out to the Working Man's Podcast says she's coach. He says put the weapon down. Had the super chat for the heat rounds. Mitch Ninjas for show. And that's you. All right. Shout out to no sil- new syllabus. It's, I don't even know how much money that is, but it came in red. So we'll ring the bell for you. He says, transmutation, testosterone optimization, get some money. Get it. I got money. Shout out to MC Hamster Coach. Why do you do me like that? Emotional abuse. Ninja's going to be claiming they got abused today. They're going to be claiming they got abused. All right, man, this is crazy. They're going to be making videos. Coach ain't red pill, though, but they're going to be in their feelings about it. KT says, but coach, I just want to laugh at delusional Delulu women all day. Yeah, and we give you that. All right, but you know we had to hit you. Shout out to Kareem, says Coach Gang Yang in the building. Let me check out PayPal and the other platforms. All right, but uh, when people understand, I took a L on YouTube for two straight years. Ain't Nathan change. Demonetize every channel, almost every channel I put up, demonetize, uh, shadow ban, Lost money. Don't make no money on playback. No ads. Nothing. And I'm supposed to keep making you feel good. Ninjas ain't hit no super chat. No nothing. Where we at here? Shout out to Bobby Digital Coach. My baby mama terrorist hit me with the I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Six months ago (laughs) into the 5011th attempt to make it work for the kids. Now she's reading Rainbow. Damn. Free agent lifestyle for life. Reading Rainbow. God, turn, turned him to a lick him low lover. Lick him low lover out here. All right, we got a brother here. We'll call you Mohammed. Uh, Coach Adams, sir. Social media exposed the true nature. And the playbook is open now. Your wisdom and profit, like intellect, will guide us for decades to come as the playbook will forever evolve. Salutations to you, sir. Thank you for all you do. All right, and everybody should evolve and mature. All right, there's no secrets out here. The only thing that's out here is delusion. The only thing out here is men and women stay delusion. Somebody says, what can short men do? You must be behind on the stream. But I just already told you what short men could do, and I put it in a course that almost nobody buy. Nobody bought. Right? But if you're behind on the stream, Short men and any man with any deficit, I'm talking about any deficiency 
that is evaluated, you're evaluated as less than. You can change these dynamics way faster than a woman can change who she is. Because you're a man. (laughs) Men do. Women cannot. And when you do it, you're going to realize and see something in women that is going to help you distinguish about what a woman's intention is because soon as you do it those there's going to be women that gave you problems similarly those women are going to open the door for you then you'll realize what this is about you'll be like damn this is what it was about the entire time it wasn't about you it was about something they didn't like about you this is what it is Kevin W. Coach, you got to chill. You know some of these people are still in their red pill rage. Yep, I do. I do. They're still in their red pill rage. And I'm going to tell you guys, a lot of people are acknowledging this and they're seeing it. And if you're in your red pill rage after years of watching me, you're losing. You're losing. Shout out to Maryland guy popping in here. Speaking of Vipergamy, Eddie Van Halen, RIP, said he originally picked up his guitar because of Punani. Look it up. And guys will deny it. Not me. Who, who said you? But a lot of guys who got rock, became rockers and rappers and all of these things. Much of it was because they were going to get a girl's attention. All right. Irvin says, God bless you, coach, for your breakdown. You break down complex topics down to a science. The truths you provide has toughened me up and helped me accept the world as it is. I appreciate you, coach. Yep. Then just want a fantasy out here. A lot of sucker for love ninjas. They want a fantasy. They want me to sell you a dream. One of the reasons I'm not popular at this point, okay, is I don't sell people a dream. If I sold you a dream, I'd be popular. If I scammed you, I'd be popular. If I brought broads on, I'd be popular. I chose not to do any of those things. If I let women call and I shoot the women down, and degrade them, I'd be popular. But I chose not that path. I chose the path of truth. I'm going to just get on here and tell the truth. And it ain't my truth. I back it up with enough evidence and receipts. I'll just come on and tell the truth. And it becomes less popular. Then when I aim the truth at the guys that want me to, don't want me to tell the truth about them, you want me to lie to you, then you get mad. I could have Derek Jackson. I could have pivoted a long time ago on YouTube. When I saw Fresh and Fit, I could have pivoted to their format. I could have tried it. I probably would have failed. When I saw Kevin Samuels blow up, I could have said, I'll take calls on too, and I'll put on a suit. When I saw the women started becoming on the manosphere, I could have started collabing with the women. I didn't do it. When I saw people turn purple pill and their subscribers shot up in 2022, I could have did the same thing. And I said, nope. I'm going to just be me. It's going to be me. I could have collabed. I could have done all these things. I could have podcast whored myself out on podcast. I didn't do it. You saw these content creators start whoring themselves out on podcast, trying to chase clout. And their subscribers barely went up, but their views didn't go up either. I didn't do that either. I sat my ass right in here and said, let me just say what the truth is. And that's what I did. Now, I aim it back at you. Are you going to want me to sell you a dream? You want me to entertain? What is it? But I'm not selling no dudes no dream. 
All right. But I could have pivot way long time ago. I could have started selling dating coaches. I could have courses. I could have pivoted to that. Didn't do it. And I watched and watched and watched people do it. I could have, I could have had a podcast full of people and then had them yelling and screaming. I didn't do it. And I literally said, this show is going to be the realest show on YouTube. <laughs> All that other shit is fake. I could have chased the numbers as everybody was pivoting. I didn't do it. And I chose not to do it. Please understand, I chose not to do it. I chose to stay what it was. And I could have literally did it. Because I saw a lot of content creators do it. They started the pivot. I could have just did reaction videos. I didn't do it. I could have just took TikTok and said, here's 50, 11 minutes of TikTok. And then blew up. I didn't do it. All of those were conscious decisions to keep my show authentic and give you information instead of entertain you. You can either accept it or not, but 2024 going to be the same shit. I'm going to start thumping y'all asses over the head too. All right, but it's what it is. All right, Michael, R. coach, honest question. How are you so on for your shows? I actually answered that one already. And let me see if there's any more over here. Did I get these brothers, man? Thank you for the sponsorships, by the way. I'm rich, bitch. What are we doing here? And, dude, people made mad money with these formats. I didn't do it. Shout out to Bobby Digital, coach, my baby. I already said that one already, so I think I got everybody, and we went way over four hours, but you can see why. El Santo says, here's a little something for the pot. Rent is due. Go. All right, and I think that's it. Let me check cash. All right, yep, that's it. That's it. Shout out to the coach gang, and we will continue marching forward with the truth. We out of here. Peace.